evening and welcome. On the 8th of September 2019, you're listening to the Finicky Australian Roundtable. And to introduce our panel and guests for tonight, here's your host, Lord Rollo. Thank you very much, Sir said. Pod Podcast 41. Sunday! What the hell are we doing here on a Sunday? <laughs> Some people do have to work. Okay, so what are we going to talk about tonight? Media, fakery, government sales, pop culture, music, or anything else, we'll be talking about it tonight. So I'm going to throw to who? Exit up on the Mid-North Coast. Exeteric, are you there? I'm here, and I'm sitting in my car because I've been kicked out of my own house by my children because I'm too loud. So this is the new studio I've got, the unregistered ute in my front driveway. The car is a perfect studio because, you know, the sound and you go for it, mate. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy. Hey, thanks for joining us. No worries. Thanks for joining us. And let's go to Perth, WA. Noise level, are you there? How are you? Good. That voice is sounding even better and better. Oh, I hope so, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm having to use these damn just mobile headphones, still waiting on my other ones. Yeah. No, it sounds great. Sounds great. Good. Thanks for joining us, mate. No worries. And we're also joined by Velocet, the guy that does all the sound bites, the sound grab, special effects, music, and the post-production in Sydney. Brilliant. I pretty much know why he's playing Sheeta East in there, but I won't say. And I'm Rollo in Newcastle. So here, yes, Fire Podcast 41. Thanks for joining us. And, uh, yeah, well, let's start with um, birthdays. I've got a birthday. My my beautiful dog, Rosie, turns four tomorrow. So oh, happy birthday, Rosie. Happy so birthday, we have the... Day to yeah. She's gorgeous. She is gorgeous. Have you met her, Rick? Yes. She and loves so me. Noi. She loves me. She loves you, and so is uh, Velocet's met her as well. So yeah. yeah. Happy birthday, Rosie. Okay, and we've got an anniversary coming up. I'm sure we all know about it. It's what is it? September eighth today. What's coming up Nine in three one days' time? One. <laughs> 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 exactly. We have the Bullshit. anniversary. Now it's the 18th anniversary of the War on Terror, and um, yeah, and uh, 18 years. I would say people like Donald Rumsfeld, Paul Wolfowitz, um, John Howard, um, Dick, Cheney. Uh, Dick Cheney. Oh, yeah. definitely. What? Um, no, uh, no, who was who was the Prime Minister of England now. at the time? We also know there are Bullshit known unknowns. Blair. That is to say, we know. Be liar, Tony. Be liar. Yeah, Tony. But Blair. there are also unknown unknowns. The ones we don't know, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he got that quick, didn't he? Yeah, that guy was in charge of the Pentagon when it didn't get hit by anything. Yeah, and he and he announced the day before that they'd lost. Was it like ten? Oh tri- yeah, ten trillion dollars had gone missing from the Pentagon budget. And yep. where did that pl- where did that plane in brackets hit the accounting department? Exactly. Wasn't that funny? 
Yeah. Well, it wasn't a plane. It was either a missile or there was, was something shape inside. There no, was a shape, 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 shape inside. Shape. Yeah, because all yeah. you got were five frames from the actual. Um, have you seen? It? Yeah. Have you seen the hole that it made? It was a shape charge, so it was blown yeah. up from the inside. And nothing yeah. got burned. If you look closely at that hole, there's a um, there's a there's a um, chair with a Bible on it that didn't even get singed. Yet the whole yeah. plane, apparently, they're telling us, got melted. Oh, and why the hell would you fly a big plane like that into the side of a Pentagon? You'd go straight Impossible. down, wouldn't you? Impossible. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's why if anyone doubts yes. our view that no planes went into the into the into the nine one one into the towers, mm. they're fucking mad. Because just look at those two other examples: the Pentagon and that field out at wherever um, Shanksville. 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 Yes. Yeah. No yeah, planes were used that day. Be told. Yeah. Wake up, yeah. smell the roses, look at the fucking Warner Brothers special effects they used on <laughs> September Clues, which is the best. It is video. the best, the best documentary that has ever been done. Ridiculous. Now, Simon now, so it's 18 years since the War of Terror and um, War on Terror, and uh, I'm glad what's, um, that. Um, what's one plus eight, Rollo? Nine. There you go. Mm. And um, anything multiplied by nine? Any is. number multiplied by nine, add the two but digits what, together, but, what does it give you? Nine. It's a very special number, nine. It's a very special number. And yeah, what about like, the – we're coming up to a really – there's a, there's, there's going to be an um, inversion date very shortly. It's, a, um, it's going to be uh, nine – the nine, 19th of the nine, 90, 19. One of, them, one of them is backwards as an inversion number in the next few days. But, so it could be nine – Oh nine nineteen. I don't know what you're talking about there, but that. Well, it's one of those dates. You know those dates. You know those dates that they give It's going to be backwards. It's a backwards and forward date coming up very shortly. Yeah. I tell you, I tell you who we got to get on on this on on the fart podcast. It's got to be that that fellow. You know that nasally fellow. What's his name? That nasally fellow. That he's a lovely fellow. Which one? He does heaps of um, 9-11. He has, n- has not let up on it. He, he's friends with Ab over at, over at Fakeologist. Not um, uh, Brian Stavely. Oh, Brian S. Well, Stavely, yeah. I want that guy. He is I so- think he is just... Fake video. He's Fake watching video. Yeah, he's up there. Video. He's up there. Fake video. Fake video. Fake video all day long with that. Exactly. Yeah, you hear that nasally. Yeah, he's a bit nasally, but he, his expertise is up there with Simon Shack, I reckon. No, I tell you, there's him and the uh, the uh, let's roll the let's roll forum. Those two guys that Ab shared oh. on his Master Folk Theatre on fakeologist.com. Fakeologist.com. Oh, thank That's you. The one. Hey, uh, by the way, anyone who's listening to the Far Podcast episode forty-one tonight, we've got an, a special, brand new Rollo John Laws call. Coming up yeah, in the excellent. second hour. Yeah, like your love. Yeah. You block-headed yeah. bastard. bastard. And he was actually... No, I, won't, I don't want to give yeah, anything don't away. Spoil yeah. don't no, spoil no spoilers. No, no spoilers. You have to wait for that. Yeah. Okay, so um, uh, I just want to do a few more things just before we... Um, uh, just, Go for it. Uh, yeah. Uh, we haven't done a show in two weeks. Uh, I'm a huge fan, as everyone knows, uh, who listens to the Fire Podcast and of, of Doctor Who. Terrence Dix... Passed away at 84. Um, now, just for those who don't know, Terence Dix uh, is a writer. He's a, he's a fantastic writer for Doctor Who back in the 60s and the 70s. Uh, when he took over as script editor with Barry Letts, he's here we go. 
So what he did, he he took uh, he took over a script editor, Derek Sherwin. Actually, was the one who initially did the first uh, the spearhead from space with John Pertwee, but then he buggered off. Those and are him great. And Barry Letts, him great and Barry Letts saved Doctor Who. And and if we didn't have uh, Terran Sticks, and we've got a special, we've got a special piece of audio uh, of Terran Sticks that I've uh, recorded from a, a ninety nine doc nineteen ninety nine documentary. Do you want to play that, Bello? Just. <coughs> Um, Terence Dix. Who is a star part? You know the way you get actors like Humphrey Bogart, Gregory Peck, Alan Ladd, who are always kind of playing themselves in whatever they were playing. And who is really that kind of role, you know, in, in my opinion, anyway? And John, and John was that, you see. I mean, uh, Tom Baker said about uh, Pertwee, he's like a very tall light bulb, which I thought was lovely. And uh, Tom's like that, you see. I mean, you know, Tom impresses you as being completely mad, you know, and he looks at you with this wild-eyed stare. And uh, if you say something to Tom like, good morning, nice day, he says, is it? Yes. Yes, it is. It's a wonderful day. <laughs> you get all this bubbling out. It's quite natural and unforced. And although um, Tom was completely unknown in those days, you know, um, he did have star quality. Certainly did. Just pause it there for a second, Bello. Pause it there for a second. Uh, yeah. Okay. So that was Terence Dix, the script editor, and and I, I, I swear he, we so wouldn't have I... Doctor Who today if it wasn't for him, and and it was a fantastic partnership. Him and Barry Letts, and then after that, what what we got were um, were uh, Philip Hinchcliffe and Robert Holmes doing the script editing, and I that was the golden that... age of Doctor Who. Now. I just want, Vela said, if you just press play again, now this is from Blue Box Boy, uh, a guy called... The first afternoon was devoted to TARDIS scenes. Only the regular cast were there, Tom, Lala, John Leeson, and now Matthew, with director Peter Moffat and Lynn Richards, the assistant floor manager. Baker strutted around the rehearsal room. He would suddenly produce an opinion. This is Whippet shit. Terence Dix is a very nice man, but he's a bloody awful writer. So, so that was uh, the fellow that played Adric um, recounting a story. That's very rude from Tom Baker to say that about <laughs> Terence Dix, one of the greatest writers that was for Doctor I, I Who. Think that in my mind, he was the best. Uh, Terence? Yeah. Uh, as a writer and, and script editor? I, Both. Absolutely. Those are my favourite so. episodes. Those are my favourite episodes. Yeah, well, he wrote, he, wrote, he wrote The Time Warrior. He wrote Robot. He wrote... Um, uh, oh man, there were. There, he wrote uh, Fang Rock, horror of Fang Rock. He wrote um, uh, State of Decay. So many good episodes that he Spare wrote. Destiny. And you know what? He. Do you know what his the the way he looked at uh, at Doctor Who was always have. He looked at it as like have a woman tied to a railway track, so the train's coming, and then the Doctor comes to save her. I know in this modern age now that that's not acceptable, but to me that. They were the best stories. That's they were for sure. They were the totally best stories. Right. But we totally live right. in this SJW world now, where uh, I'm. The, the, I mean, have you, have you seen lots of what Theris has been posting about the new Doctor Who? Theris, of course, yeah. Theris yeah. is doing great work, and yeah, good luck to him. And um, hopefully, his um, YouTube channel continues to grow. Yeah, he's a great yeah, guy. Well, we're, we're big fans of him, and he's we always welcome on the show. Big shout out to Theris. I mean, he's, he's done two shows with us. 
Alright, there you go. So rest in peace, Terence Dix. He made it to 84. That's not a bad age. All right. Can, can we mention Dave, Damien Lovelock from the Celibate Rifles? Go for mm. it. Did he pass away, did he? About a week and a half ago, he was All like, right, <laughs> let's play a Celebrate Rifles tune. Come on, Bella. What's your favourite Celebrate oh, Rifles? Oh, Why really... can't I get just one to fuck? Why can't yeah. I get just one to fuck? Is that, that's Celebrate Rifles, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. No, no, I'm no, not sure. No, that's um, yeah, it's well, another uh, band. Uh, yeah, I forgot um, the wrong band. Yeah, wrong band. <laughs> oh, sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, they, were, they were just a good rock and roll band. Here we go. Celebrate Rifles. And I'll mention the celibate rifles made their name up as an opposite of the sex pistols, so they were celibate rifles as opposed to the sex pistol. That's nice. Makes that makes perfect sense. Yeah, celibate rifles, sex pistols. Yeah. So Damien, yeah, you just dropped there, Rick. So Did you say, yeah, say it again? So, yeah. So, so. The celibate rifles name was came mm. from the opposite of the sex pistols. Mm. So they were the so Damien Lovelock. Rifles. How, how long, uh, he, he was sixty four or sixty five. Oh, it's a bit young. It's a bit young. And young. he he was um the he did SBS's soccer um, commentating for quite a while. He was a, just a real talent, nice guy, and sadly demised. What what's got him? Cancer. Drugs. Oh, cancer. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Let me read it. Uh, he was the charismatic lead singer. Of- Oh, yeah, I remember his face now. Look at him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, great live rock band, Celebrate Rifles. The man who taught uh, Wyoga Yoga to the New South Wales State of Origin Rugby League team. What's... what's? It's a yoga. Wyoga. Wyoga, form form yoga. yeah. Yeah, it's a form of yoga. He, um, he was just one of those really nice guys that mm-hmm. was a rock and roll singer. And I went and saw them once. They supported the Buzzcocks. And I've never seen a guy have so much stage presence and charisma in my life. He walked out, and the, if the audience, if he'd asked the members of the, the the mosh pit to kill themselves, they would have done so. You know, he, he was just really charismatic on stage. Great man. Oh, anyway, only the, only the good die young, Rick. Yeah, only yeah. The good That's die young. Good song. Good song. Yeah. There you go. Celebrate rifles from 1980 as their lead singer, and he was a songwriter as well. So he wasn't only the singer; he was a songwriter. You also yep. issued two solo albums. It's a Wig Wig World in June 88. Great album. Fishgrass in 1991. Yep. There you go. Well, rest in peace, Damien Richard Lovelock. All right. Where else are we going to... Don't want to... Have you said enough about him, Damien Lovelock? Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Okay, move on. Uh, something else, because we haven't done a show for two weeks. Yeah. Dave Chappelle. I, I'm not a... I didn't know much about him, but he's released a... Um, uh, what do you call it? A, a comedy special on uh, on um, oh, what the hell? I'm having a mental brain fart. 
Netflix. Netflix. On Netflix, yeah, it's called Sticks and Stones. And uh, that's caused all sorts of problems. Or oh, not with the mainstream media. They Let me just look up. Uh, the, on on Rotten Tomatoes, it got the 0% from the legacy media, like, you know, the woke um, SJW uh, media have given it zero, and it gets 99% from, like, the audience. I'll just look it up now. Um, Dave Chappelle, who knows anything about him? I think you're a fan of him, aren't you, um, Velo? Are you a big fan of his, or...? I can tell you about him. Yeah, you go for it. He's a very big star in America, right? Big Mm -hmm. star. And he's come out with this um, Sticks and Stones, which is kind of an attack on the PC um, SJWs. And his humour... Because he used to have, like, uh, 15 years ago, he used to have the David Chappelle show, right? That's right, yeah. Yeah. He claims to be woke, you know what I mean? Like, he's awake to what's going on. Mm-hmm. And um, this, the, the stuff he's released on what you shared to me is, you know, he's, he's doing the. the I gave you, the, I gave you the whole hour. I gave you yeah, the whole hour. Yeah. And yeah so he's using the, yeah. the whole, the, the N word gets used a lot. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. The joke, he does make funny. a little joke in there where he goes, um, I can say, look, I'm not allowed to can't. say the word, I'm allowed to say nigger, because I'm, but I'm not allowed to word, say the word faggot. Yeah. <laughs> And, and 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 then what does he say amusingly at the end? He goes, but, faggots! Because he's not allowed to say faggot because he's not a faggot. But, but he then he amusingly says, I'm not a nigger either. I think there's a, there's a real fight back and yeah. and from certain people coming back that are giving, giving a bit of a... Yeah. Um, Fuck you to the SJW. Oh, I think that's what he's doing. He does. He does. Fuck there's, you. there's a joke. There's a. It's not really jokes he tells. It's observation, and he does a wonderful thing. It goes too long for us to play here, but um, where he talks about, like, um, he talks about LGBTQ, right? Yeah. So he's got he's got a car trip that they. I don't want to ruin the gag. So there's lesbian in the, and then there's a transsexual up the back, and then and like. You got to listen to it. It's yeah. absolutely gold. But I did, I did rip, I did rip the. Um, I'll just show you how funny he is. I'll get Velo to play just the um, the one about the um, uh, uh, shooting drills in America. Go, Velo. How's school going, boys? And my sons tell me, well, we didn't have school today, technically. I'm like, well, I, what's going on? He said, well, there was like a school shooting drill. I never heard of this. You know what this is? They have drills that they make kids do. Uh, where they practice what to do if somebody comes to shoot up their school. I'd never heard that before. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> then I had to tell my sons the truth. I didn't want to tell them this shit. Son, son, listen to me. Fuck that drill. <laughs> Why would you have kids rehearse for some shit they have no control of? All you're doing is training these kids to worry. It's the stupidest drill I've ever heard of. And while you're in there training them during these drills... Well, aren't you training the shooter too? This nigga's in here listening and learning like the other kids sitting in the back. Where are we supposed to meet? Isn't that great observation? It's fucking brilliant. <laughs> Isn't that brilliant. great observation? It's like, yeah, no, he's, he's, he's fucking, I'm telling you, there is a fight back coming out from people that is going, yeah. fuck this, I'm going to... Not that I believe in any of the shootings, uh, those no. school shootings, I think a lot of them are 
completely uh, bullshit. Uh, uh, bullshit. Bogus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bogus, so. And we'll talk about the hand. hand. Well, we, we, we know the one, the, 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 the Brent. Oh, he fell out. <laughs> we know the Brendan Tarrant one was fake because, I mean, we, we went over it in <laughs> Ricky's back. Oh, Ricky's back. <laughs> fuck fuck the service. Fuck this tele- telecom service. Nah, it's all good. Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. Oh, if you want to go. All right. Okay. So, all right. We're done with um, Dave Chappelle. So, I suggest everyone uh, listen to Dave Chappelle's Six and Stones. It's an absolute classic. Yeah. And, um, and, and do you know what it reminded me of? I'll tell you what, Rick. It reminded me of. Um, in 1998, when I went and watched um, South Park, South Park, bigger, longer, uncut, uh, yeah. in, in the theatre, and I knew that the way that the that um, Matt Stone and um, who, what's the other guy's Trey name? Trey Parker. Trey Parker. That they they wrote that movie in a way where they couldn't get criticised even yeah. back then before SJW crap. And I yeah, laughed so hard. It was so good. Yeah, they're brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And David and Margaret both gave that five stars. Good on them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I met her once. Margaret Pomerantz. Yeah, she her? came out. Yeah, she came out to interview the director of um, Priscilla Queen of the Desert that was directing this film called. Um, oh yeah. Baz Luhrmann. Ret- Re- no, 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 no. It was no. returned to Whoop Whoop by um, the guy that directed uh, whatever it's called, the um, Priscilla Queen of the Desert. Oh, and, and, and that movie, I, I, I've never met more interesting people. I had. Um, Ginger off Gilligan's Island was on it. The guy that started, the Aussie actor, um, right, Rod, Rod uh, Taylor, who was in the original um, movie of the um, Time Machine. No, the Time Machine. Rod, Rod Taylor was an Aussie actor that did big in Hollywood in the six, 50s and 60s. And he, I think he might even still be alive. I'm not sure. But they had... Oh, Stephen Elliott. Stephen Elliott did. Stephen uh, Elliott. Yeah, yeah, that's Stephane, it. Yeah. Stefan Elliott. Stefan Elliott. Yes. Stefan, yeah. yeah. But uh, amazing um, film, but it was a shit movie, but it's well worth looking at. If you want to see so many obscure people <laughs> in one movie that w- return to Whoop Whoop. Return to Whoop Whoop. Yeah. Yep. Uh, well, no, welcome to Whoop Whoop. Welcome well, to Whoop Whoop. Yeah. What, and, did, uh, what did you think of Pris- Priscilla the... I thought it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it was a big, a big tranny push for the, sure. Uh, the Abbotturd. Fucking <laughs> faggots! <laughs> the Abbotturd. Now, who was in that? That was Terence Stamp. It was uh, Hugo Weaving and... Um, Guy Pearce. Guy Pearce, that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah I enjoyed awesome. it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, I think he did. He made an awful lot of money out of that. And plus, he gets royalties from the musical now, so he's laughing. Doesn't ter- doesn't Terence Stamp make the worst looking tranny? He looks like a nut. <laughs> he actually looks realistic. I think he looks realistic. To, to be honest, if I if I think of Terence Stamp, my favourite uh, was him, General Zod in Superman Two. Yeah, you're not bad. Oh, you know the story with him. He while he was out here, he met he went to the chemist in Roselle where I stay in Sydney, yeah. and and he met a chick who was like 23 or 24 that was behind the counter, and they they got married. And he was like 60. I just got something. a message from my producer. Uh, so, Dave Chappelle, 2017, The Age of Spin, what, live at Hollywood Palladium. Are you suggesting all of these? Are you, um, Dave Dallas? Chappelle started years and years ago. It must have been late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. That's when he had a TV show on Comedy Central. Mm-hmm. And then it was very sort of low budget skits. 
And then his, I think sort of the most notable thing that happened to him was a few like executives and people had offered him huge amounts of money. And I think that's where he went through that woke thing because he felt like yeah, he the picked big up corporations were moving in on him. He he had this weird freak out where he thought they're they're trying to manipulate me here and get you know basically yep. steal my whole show and give me lots of money. Yep. And then that's when he freaked out. And he went like back to Africa for years and like totally just disappeared off the radar. He did. And he then, did. He did. So he came back in 2017 and did four Netflix specials in one year. And they were all, I've seen all, all those four. I haven't seen and the newest one. All those and he made about. an awful lot of money when he did come back. That's for sure. Yeah, well, because because he was in demand, and he was now because of Netflix, and we're in that age, he can now be you know be in charge of his own content and produce it himself, and and yep. re, you know retain full rights to it. But all all four shows from twenty seventeen were excellent. I thought. Oh, excellent! I'll get into them. Yeah. Rollo's right in what he's saying though. It's just observation. I mean, I've always yeah, said about Dave, Dave, Dave Chappelle in particular. Yeah. I find if you know how the fakeology works, he's not really they're not really jokes. He's just coming out and telling you the truth. Exactly. With the right cadence, it becomes yep. a joke to the normie. Like yeah, he's right. coming out and just telling you, like all the shooting stuff we, were just, we just played. Yeah. Really, we know how to make that funny because it's it's just the truth. Like it, yeah. he's just pointing it out to people that don't know better and it actually gets a lot of laughs, you know. Yeah, Billy For Connolly sure. Billy Connolly and George Carlin, I think uh, pretty much the same sort of type, yeah, where they're observational. Um Especially George Carlin, stuff of the stuff that I just went, why are people laughing at this? This is, yeah, it's, this it's is real. funny. Like, yeah, he, he, scary is, he's, he is one of, he's still one of my favourites, I yeah, think, George he's, Carlin. He's left the building now, Carlin. We've lost yeah. him to that. Um, yeah. But he I was quite see, old uh, anyway. He, I did see him interviewed. Uh, someone came up with a camera and put it in his face and asked him about 9-11. He was a bit... I, I was a bit disappointed with his answer, George Carlin. I thought he Carlin would have been more committal. Wet. He's probably going to get whacked. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, look, are you worried about getting whacked? If you're worried about getting whacked in your life, I mean, you shouldn't even open your mouth. True. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon, Noise? You shouldn't oh, even oh, open your mouth. When you say whacked, I think of that astronauts gone wild guy, Bart Savrell, you know, at the end. <laughs> yeah. the, 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 the sun threatens him to, no, do it. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Because can we get the CIA to whack him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, classic, man. Oh, and oh. then he kicks him in the ass or something and says, get no, he's, out. he's tied up and they, they give him a slap or something like that. Yeah. In, like, <laughs> style, you know? It's just, fuck, what the fuck, man? <laughs> oh, it's so good. Love mm. it. Love it. Oh, it's a good laugh. It's a good yeah. laugh. I mean, seriously. I remember, I remember, uh, Back in the day, uh, uh, you know, when I first cottoned on to 9-11 being a complete and utter scam and that, I was actually nervous about talking about it. And, yeah, and, yeah, I thought I might get whacked. I might get whacked. (laughs) But then no one one gives a shit. (laughs) I don't know why they don't, but they should. If you you were a high-profile politician or a... There we go. You dropped again. Okay. Here he is. He's back. He's back. Yeah, go take two. If you're oh, no, a high-profile politician, a high politician yeah. or a whatever, you wouldn't say anything because you you kind of know. Well, your career would get whacked. Your career, and you'd yeah. be, and and we'll talk about career getting whacked shortly about um a certain um very famous surgeon in Sydney. Uh, oh yeah, cooked. yeah. Do you yeah. want to talk about that now, or do you want to uh, wait till the bring break? it up? We'll, we'll bring it up soon. When as soon as the my section comes. Oh, here up. we go. I just got a message. Oh, for fuck's sake! Come on, Rick. 
But for his fucking friendship with a few dodgy characters that he probably met at the race course or whatever, and he's being he's being absolutely vilified for just his personal friendship. So for fuck's sake, I mean, if that's not a wake up call to this 5G thing, like they're attacking anyone that's got a bit of credence that can say this is. So for fuck's sake, wake up, people. There you go. Well done, well done. Well, so sir. now Bill Gates and George Soros are into this five G thing, and no, that Bill, no. Well, Bill Gates and George Soros are involved with. I've been listening to because there's you know the vegan push is going to go mental soon, right? October okay. the sixteenth, Extinction Rebellion, and a new thing called Animal Rebellion, which are the farm liberation people are going to meet up and have a massive big uh, to do in Sydney. They're coming after the farmers. They're coming after people, uh, anyone that eats meat. And then I discovered, to my horror, that the Impossible Meat Company, which is the one that's bringing out a vegan meat, which um, is... Uh, what do you call it? Impossible Meat? It's called Impossible. It's that, so it's Bill Gates. Uh, it's also got a link in. There's a link with the finance to um, Soros. <coughs> and they, uh, they've got, somehow they've come up with this meat substitute that looks like meat. When you put it on a, a skillet, it turns brown like meat. Mm. And they've they've somehow used laws that you can't find out what's actually really in the thing. They've said it's a protein that they've extracted from a pea or from a soybean. Now, have you ever seen a pea or a soybean turn red or turn brown when you fry it? Um, I'm not sure about it, but someone today I saw found the oh, link okay, between... Okay. So Didn't impossible you say it meat, had something to do with babies, or uh, well, impossible meats are, are based in um, the. Um, Isn't it meat that they grow in a petri dish or something, or is it? Yeah, they well, it's it's a bit more complicated. They're not entirely. We we they won't actually need to say what's in it completely mm. because of the food laws that they've somehow got through. But um, the fact that impossible meat company. Is based in Silicon Valley. It's got a big off, a big massive factory. It's a big white building with no windows in it. Mm. The building just directly, like most, most, like most abattoirs. Yeah, the building right next door to it, though, across the road, is the um, family plant uh, parent. What's it called? Oh, Planned Parenthood. Um, Planned Planned Parenthood. Parenthood building is right next door, and they've now so Pepsi. <laughs> Pepsi has already been caught out using. Um, fetal um, rem- oh parts of fetal to use as flavour enhancers in their product. So, I mean, work it out. I don't want to go. It's, it's Soylent Green all over again. Soylent Green, yeah. Didn't they say, you know, when, when Bill, uh, uh, not Bill Clinton, his wife, what was her name? Hillary, right? Hillary. She was having those mental seizures and that. And that yes. And I, I, I read somewhere. That we came 
We saw. We died. <laughs> oh, that's so funny, Hillary. That's so funny. Yeah, I'm not laughing. But, but apparently, apparently, some of those seizures I got told was because she was. She's a bit of a bit of a cannibal. Vampire, a bit of a, a cannibal. Yeah. Well, I'll say this right: that if you look into all of those globalist books that are written by guys like um, the, uh, the, the big time power brokers that have written their books on the future, that every the one common link they have is that cannibalism is, should be normalised because it's actually quite good for the planet. And all of a sudden, there's all these ve- pro-vegan people coming out saying, "Well, we could use cannibalism as a source of protein." This well, is a well, let's let's think about thing. it. Let's let's think about it logically, Rick. Yes. Fish do eat other fish, right? Is that cannibalism? I mean, fish eat other fish, right? I mean, fish are fish, right? Technically. Yeah. So, fish eating other fish. Do you think it's normal? So, to humans eat- eating other humans should be normal, right? We sh- I it, should eat, be able to eat you. I'd say no. Where, which should no I, pro- where should I take a bit a, 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 a bit of your backside? <laughs> the Monty Python did a hilarious sketch of <laughs> cutting edge. Back in the 70s. I remember that, yeah. Remember, that. It goes, the guy comes in, it was John Cleese, he says, I've come to, um, my mother's died. Oh, and, um, I just, they like yeah. to play that skit now. Come on, come on. The, the, What's um, it called? What's it called? Um, the Cannibal Sketch Monty Python. They got into all sorts of trouble for that too. Oh, well, it's a classic where, um, no, where it's, they go they, and they slice the human beings up. Oh, and then, no, you, is no, that no, that no, one? No, no, no. He comes and he says, well, I want to, he goes to the, uh, the Undertaker. It's called The Undertaker's Sketch. All right, let's have a listen. If we can find it, because it's hard to find. <laughs> if not, I'll tell you. Tick, 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 tick. That's it. Excuse me, is this The Undertaker's? <laughs> yeah, that's right. What can I do for you, Squire? Um, well, I, I, I wonder if you can help me. Uh, my mother has just died, and I'm not quite sure what I should do. Oh, well, we can help you. We deal with stiffs. Stiffs? Yeah. Now, there's three things we can do with your mum. We can bury her, burn her, or dump her. Dump her? Dump her in the Thames. What? Oh, did you like her? Yes. Oh, well, we won't dump her then. Well, what do you think? A burner or a burier? Uh, well, um, which would you recommend? Well, they're both nasty. If we burn her, she gets stuffed in the flames, crackle, 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 which is a bit of a shock if she's not quite dead, but quick. And then you get a box of ashes which you can pretend are hers. Oh. Or, if you don't want to fry her, you can bury her, and then she'll get eaten up by maggots and weevils, nibble, 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 which isn't so hot if, as I said, she's not quite dead. I see. Um, well, I, I, I'm, I'm not very sure she's definitely dead. Where is she? She's in this sack. Let's have a look. Oh, she looks quite young. Yes, she was. Fred! Yeah? I think we've got an eater. I'll get the oven on. Um, uh, excuse me, um, are, are you suggesting we should eat my mother? Uh, yeah, not raw, not raw. We'd cook her. She'd be delicious with a few French fries, a bit of broccoli and stuffing. Delicious. <laughs> I, I, uh, well, actually, I do feel a bit peckish. No, no, I can't. Look, we'll eat your mum. Then, if you feel a bit guilty about it afterwards, we can dig a grave and you can throw up into it. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> can you believe I've that? Never, only I've never heard this. <laughs> they, they got into all sorts of trouble for that. <laughs> All sorts of trouble, but wow. there you go. Normalising <laughs> cannibalism. Very funny. Yeah, like that. <laughs> hey, look, uh, you were mentioning Hillary Clinton before. Go for it. And uh, I was listening to a John Friend and Jeff Rents interview just recently, and uh, Jeff Rents was really putting the like the 
well, scaring the shit out of me and everyone else, saying that Hillary Clinton is prepping for uh, the next election, 2020, against Trump. What's that? So go again. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting messages all over. So you're right. Take, yeah, take hey, two. Hillary, take Hillary, two. Hillary yeah. Clinton is. She's had a facelift. She and they're preparing her to challenge Donald Trump for the next pres, uh, U.S. She president. A, she has no chance. I mean, Donald Trump is going to easily win 2020. There's no chance that the guy is going to get beaten. Who, 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 are, who are the Democrats? I mean, they're not going to put Hillary up against. Trump well, again. that's what they were saying. They were saying that, that none of the other Democrats have, like, no one's going to give a No one wants to do it because they're going to get their, they're going to get their yeah. kicked out of them. Yeah, there's no mm. chance. We're yeah, going to a break in a couple of minutes, right. so, yeah, um, and then we're going to come back with John Laws, and uh, I, t I swear to God, I knew Donald Trump was the best thing ever for America. <laughs> I knew he was going to be the best, and he was great. And what, and if you turn Donald, hey, Rick, you turn on Donald Duck upside down, it turns into Donald, Donald Trump. Trump. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I just think uh, yeah. anyone who's not a warmonger, all right, he grabs a few women on the pussy and he runs, what do you call those? Uh, those sort of, he gives uh, a lot of money to Israel. A does lot. he? Does a he? Lot. Well, oh, I'm, not, I'm, not so, I'm not so a happy lot. about that then. Yeah, that is a problem. Um, he actually hasn't done much of the stuff that he promised he would do. Oh, build the wall. Yeah. Uh, but he, is, I, he, is, he is now on a shekel, so work it out. Yeah, I know. That, that's what I mean. Like, I, I, I still believe that he actually went into the, 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 the presidency thinking that I'm going to do – he was genuine. <laughs> I, I, I actually When he brought that. John Bolton in, that pissed me off because <clears throat> Bolton's a, a nasty piece he's, of work. Yeah, he's, he's not he's, good. He's yeah. Foul. Yeah, I, I just... Anyway, we're going to... Yeah. What's in your hand? What's in your hand? Rick, what's in your hand, mate? A James Bowe premium. Faithful. Always faithful. Me, what have I got in my hand? I've got... I've got Lowenbrow. It's got two omelets on it. A Lowenbrow. It's an absolute delicious drink. Uh, noise level. What do you got in your hand, mate? I've got Gaviscon double strength. Fast-moving, uh, <laughs> long-lasting... Are you writing on? Are you writing on your stomach now with a big marker pen? <laughs> <laughs> remember that. Yeah, we'll talk, yeah, remember noise that level. Too. We'll talk about that, that problem. I'll talk about. It. Yeah, that's it. Thank you, noise. Gavis gone. Okay, um, uh, Valset, what's in your head? You can get it puffing vapes. You can get it throwing people in lakes. But the best way to get it is here. Fartpodcast.com. Well done. Well done, Rick. Fart Podcast 41, Sunday, the 8th of September, 2019. We'll be back. Oh! Nip, 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 nip. Indian <laughs> on the flip side. <laughs> If you enjoy listening to the Fart Podcast, you could consider making a small donation to support independent media. 
The recording and production of the show requires considerable time and effort. Plus, we also need to cover the cost of equipment, site hosting, and beer. Just go to fartpodcast.com and click on the donate page. If you feel you've gotten value out of the show, consider buying us around. It's your shout. This is Exoteric from the Fart Podcast. If you would like to share any ideas for topics, audio clips, or questions for our panel, you can drop us an email. Mail at fartpodcast.com. Hi, Hitler. Good afternoon, guys. (laughs) Hey, you cut out there. I didn't hear that. (laughs) <laughs> hey, ISP, uh, I mean, please I mean, don't I mean, cut my I don't know this guy. <laughs> this guy, this guy uh, relocated my family, so I should thank him for that, right? <laughs> if you like where you live, maybe. I mean, I mean, I mean <laughs> <laughs> he, do, he could have uh, sto- uh, not uh, genocided by Thai a couple of people, but that's yeah, he should have gave you a co- he should have gave you a set of balls too when he relocated you. Oh, we have to see you again. Hey, yeah, uh, you got the little. Nice it, okay, this comes from the guy who sounds like a, a little squirrel with, it, with, oh, with, really? with a vasectomy. Uh, you can come here and then we can see each other face to face. How about okay. you come here? Uh, no. I live in Florida. You can come uh, You're not worth it, man. You're not worth it. You're too oh, then why did you make the invite? You, see, you're a hypocrite. Exactly what I was talking about. These hypocrites. I said you can, you can never here. trust you from word said, to word what they have I didn't say you were not useless. Keep your mouth shut I, I, now. I didn't Please. say you were useless. No, these hypocrites, that's an exact exact example. So they, t- they tell you one thing in one sentence, and then the very next sentence, it changes. Uh, you're a Christian. So you can never tell. No, see, you are just a false witness. You are a little woman. Hey, I, I heard this one and a half years ago. Have you learned anything in the last one? Yes, have you learned anything still, since 2011? Are you still the stupid internet troll as you were? Because that's a waste of time with your life, man. Oh, but please, 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 guys. I can understand you now, Dave. You were trying to say something and you cut out because of bad internet. I, I kind of want to hear what you wanted to say earlier before we get into this. What? Dave. Me? No, Dave, Nobody wants to hear what you have to say, guy. Nobody. Both of us were talking, and then there's some little tick that keeps. Yeah, that guy. That one right there. You see, you see, you see that little tick right there. Right there. Answers. Right there. Keep going. Why he starts trolling like a baby? I mean, this guy is not, yeah. something, but he, so let's let's he, he talk about this. Baby. Let's talk about this. Let's take our collective work and our collective work, which is put out for everyone to see. And then you ask yourself, I observe this person's work and witness, and I observe this person's work and witness. I took something from this person, tested it, and it proved out to be correct. Therefore, I'm accepting that. I'm going to keep that as my own. And you look at this other person. Hold on. Let me finish. And then you have this other person who's never put out anything that can be tested. 
and is, is actually what is called workless. And then you ask yourself, what have you actually ever taken from this person? And I'm talking on a spiritual growth level, not from the guy told you, told you something you didn't, weren't aware of at the supermarket or some nonsense trivia. I'm talking real life changing information that changes the paradigm of your mind. Because here's the thing, words mean things. They are powerful because they can change minds. Everybody in this room now knows that you're a liar. Nobody died, nobody got hurt. Nobody died, nobody got hurt. That's a fact. That's a lie. That is, in fact, a lie. If anyone, for any reason at all, claims that anybody died or got hurt, they are a spiritual murderer. They are a liar. That's a fact. That's a fact. Pub Podcast 41, Sunday the 8th of September 2019. Who am I here with? I'm here with Exoteric. I'm here with Noise Level. Yep. Me, Rollo, and Bellasid, and um, Dave J there. That was a uh, sample from FAC, uh, the Fakeologist Audio Chat. Uh, what was it? Uh, 600, the big yep. 600. If we if we ever make um, uh, the Fart Podcast 600, you know, we'd be very old men. No, <laughs> <laughs> But um, why, old man? I, I, I don't know why Dave J was being so antagonistic there, but, I mean, you heard it. He's just like It's just he why. Just, yeah, yeah. 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 He's a bit yeah. antagonistic, that's for sure. But he's, I'll tell you what, his, some of his productions <coughs> and his YouTubes are very, very good. And I've watched a few of them, so I'm quite impressed. But oh, as, yeah. uh, he's very antagonistic. Yeah, yeah. Look, well, back in the day, I, I had a problem with him because he he, he said that Tony Blair and, and Tony Abbott were the same person. I mean, he, he literally, fucked yeah, he fucked up there. And and we made – and, and uh, some of the other uh, fakeologists, they showed Tony Blair and Tony Abbott in the same – in like when, when he came exactly. out here in the, in, in the, the House of Representatives. They, they, look, they, they look like they could be cousins maybe. Yeah, you know? but, but, but not literally the same person. But, no, no. But, but anyway, his um, yeah. him and Guy. Uh, I don't know why together. they can't get on, but anyway, there you go. What Guy? What about yeah. me and John Laws? Do you reckon we can get on? Yes, and you do, <laughs> and you did. So um, we said we promised we'd play it. So um, let me just say, uh, let me just do the beginning. Uh, John Laws had this guy like John Laws is rude to a lot of people. 
But the, this guy, Jim, I don't want to do the spoilers too much, but Jim, like, just wanted to ring up to say that it was his 48th anniversary with his wife. And Lawsy was rude to him. And he wasn't rude to me. Like, and he's not always rude to me. I think he must be having one of those weird days. Where he's rude. Hold on, here we go. We've got, I've got all sorts of edges that are coming in. Um, are we to talk about Oh, it? okay, yeah. I'll tell you when to do, uh, Lawsy. Uh, yeah, yep, so yep, shut yep. up. Okay. And, oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, invite invite Jerris in. Uh, yeah. Yep, yep, you can come in, Jerris, if you want. Jerris, he's not, he's actually he's not in the green. He, no, he's in the green room. Uh, okay, I, yeah, might be good to I can't drag him in. Uh, so exactly where were we going from here? Uh, where are we going? We did the, the, the right. Charlie Teo, the Carl Krusenitsky thing. Where, were we going to go to that? Oh, well, I mentioned well, Carl Krusenitsky is our um, gatekeeper for science. It was the ABC's science reporter for many, many years. Mm-hmm. And now he's pro 5G. He's coming and saying it's totally safe. It's all good, everything. The guy's been But, but he said NutraSweet and Aspartame was safe, didn't he? Like- exactly. And, and so now Aspartame, right? I'll give you a little story about that. Go for it. It's completely safe at um, under 36 degrees Celsius, right? When you what 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 is the average temperature of the human body? Good question. 36 but, degrees but, yeah. Celsius. Mm-hmm. So when you imbibe it, it becomes a toxin. Okay, and and the man that let that came through was. Donald Rumsfeld. Donald Rumsfeld. Yeah. So work it out. And then I, I tie him in with Turnbull, uh, Lucy Turnbull and Malcolm Turnbull. Who, Lucy <coughs> Turnbull, Malcolm Turnbull, our ex-Prime Minister's wife, is, is a big pharma executive. And she's saying vaccinations are safe. That's all good. And Malcolm Turnbull rolled out the 5G for us, saying it's all safe, it's all perfectly safe. So work it out. There's, there's and don't, they, don't they have some ties with Mick Gatto as well? Did you say that? No, no, no. Well, Mick, this is the slur that they're implying on Charlie Teo, our number one, one of the world's greatest surgeons in the brain, right? Well-renowned surgeons. Okay, he, go for he, it. Because he, he's mates with Mick Gatto, maybe Mick Gatto had a brain aneurysm or something and, and he's fixed it for him and they became good friends. Big fucking deal. And they're, they're tying him in with him just so that when he comes out and says, well, 5G could be far worse than the uh, normal cell phones that you hold into your head that I know are causing you brain tumours, they're gonna people are going to go, oh, well, he's a friends with a gangster or he's uh, he talks sex with his colleagues. Like, big fucking deal. It, it's, a, it's a war on truth at the moment, big time. I tell you what. I tell you what movie I watched the other night. Um, yes. Office Space. Uh, do you remember? Do you remember that movie, Office Space? Yeah, kind of. Uh, see if Belichick can find that song. Geez, it feels good to be a gangster. Do you remember that song? You know where they beat up the printer? No, I never seen. No, oh, you never seen Office Space? No. Oh fuck, man! It's it's a National Lampoon classic. Nineteen ninety nine, when do, they were just you? about to do the switch. You know, the with the four-digit switch, you know. Okay, here we go. Y2K, here we go. Short steps, one foot at a 
then I'd be spineless, I'm going insane. Firepodcast.com. Never so- feels good to be a gangster. I yeah. swear to God, that, that film is so good. Office space. So who did, who have you, office have you space? never worked, worked in an office um, sort of uh, environment where you're just stuck in a cubicle and you're just doing a boring, menial yeah, job? Sale, yeah, sale, just, sale oh, shit. rubbish. Yeah, rubbish job. Mike Judge, who did Beavis and Butthead. Oh, yeah, cool. Okay, right. I got there you. Go. Yeah, really cool. <laughs> but I love Beavis and Butthead. I thought it was hilarious. I, I don't think I ever watched... It, you that wasn't a kid's show. It wasn't a kid's show. Though. No, King of the Hill as well. Yeah, King of the Hill. Yeah, same guy. Okay, so yeah. Beavers and Beavers and Butthead were these two fucking losers, but they were yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, that's you right. Know. That's right. Yeah. One of them wore an ACDC shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they uh, played Metallica. Yeah. yeah, Metallica and ACDC. Blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, all bum sorts hole. of cartoons that are, yeah, that are adult a cartoons. It was around the, the, the uh, MTV thing, wasn't it? it exactly. It came out around 96, I would say, 95, and then Jack 96. Jack Cash as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Same thing. Like, Judge did uh, Idiocracy as well. Oh, you okay. seen that one? That's uh, a good Idiocracy and Office yeah. Space are two of his big ones. Oh, oh man. Idiocracy is an absolute legend of a movie. Yeah. 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 Well, it's in the future, right? It's in the future. Yeah, and yeah, and that, but, yeah. but now, when you watch it, you're going to go, oh, fuck, that's already happening. Mm. You know what yeah. I mean? The, idiocracy is happening now. Mm. There's, there's fucking brainwashed it's dummies. It's almost like they use dystopian future metaphors for the way things are today. Isn't dun, it dun, weird? Dun, dun, dun. Wow, that's weird. Okay, what's the music? That, that, what's the um, Twilight Zone music? <laughs> that, that's what, you, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Twilight Zone. Yeah, what, yeah, what, about that? what, what about that? What about that? That film with um, Stallone when they were in the future with. Um, oh. Uh, 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 the, the, you the remember cop, that one with? Um, it had that, that 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 cute chick out of um, out of um, you know Speed. Uh, Speed. Yeah. What's what was her name? I forgot her name. Um, uh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. And it had uh, the guy had actually yes minister the yes minister guy one of his last roles demolition Um, yeah demolition man yeah the guy from Hogan's Heroes the guy from Hogan's Heroes that played the game show host oh Oh, yeah Uh, now what was his name yeah uh, he was a real game show host too Dawson Dawson Dawson. Uh, Richard Dawson Richard Dawson demolition man no no I think he was in no he was in the Running Man sorry sorry got confused sorry sorry and that wasn't even a Stephen King book that was actually um what no he wrote under a different pseudonym Richard Backman. Richard Backman. Yeah, Richard Backman. That's right, yeah. because he... I can't believe my brain started working. I don't know what... I got rid of... I don't eat bread much anymore. <laughs> but all of a sudden, I've got my full recall now. I can remember all right. names. All right, cool. let's do some fun. Let's do some okay. fun. Do you want to hear Jim? Uh, yes, Richard, yes, yes, yes. Ri- Richard John Laws. Richard is his real name, not John. Yes. He's actually but... Richard, yeah. Same as Let's have a listen yeah. to him being rude to Jim and then and being nice to me. What do you okay. Jim... Okay, give us a call. Tell me what's on your mind. Yeah, Jim, for God's sake, pick up the telephone. Jim, are you yeah, there? Yeah, right this time, John. Hey, Jim, you're a very, very annoying man. Why Why don't you just hold the phone like everybody else does and wait for me to say hello instead of putting it in front of the, the radio? It's very annoying. What do you want to talk about? Well, 
Oh, sorry, mate. I've just been unloading hay and I got it on my knee because I haven't got... Just got my son to set it up through me this, you know, the, through the speaker thing. Yeah, OK, all right. You... Oh, I know I'm annoying, John. There's no two ways about asking my wife for 46 years. I've been married 46 <laughs> years tomorrow. 46 Happy years? Anniversary. Where have you gone now? What's he... Jesus. What's he done? Hey, Jim... Jim, you, you go away quietly and learn how to work a telephone. You don't know how to use the phone. You've put, you've put us on hold and given us a burst of music which we didn't want to hear. Jim, I want to hear what you've got to say so I don't get abused by people like Janice who said I cut you off. You cut yourself off for the second time, Jimmy. Learn how to work the telephone, for God's sake. Okay, tell me what's on your mind. Oh, dear. Is it a full moon? No. No. Okay. okay, Rollo. Yeah, good day, mate. Rollo. Good day. Can you hear me? Why don't I like you? Oh, I don't know why you don't like me. I like you. That's no excuse. <laughs> Bloody John Lord. Hello. Yeah. The Greek alphabet, the national anthem, has 158 verses. Yes, that's right. Can, can you sing them, all three of them? All 158 of them. Can who sing them? You. Why would I be able to sing the Greek national anthem, you fool? I'm not Greek. When you mentioned that on your uh, your beautiful uh, opening uh, monologue there, you just said uh, that's your useless uh, information for the day. That's right. I just wanted to say thank you uh, for being friends to me over the years. I see. I'm really rude to you, but you're you still... are rude to me. You call me a blockheaded bastard and uh, you know um, mentally deranged, but I'm not, and neither are you. Uh, now, how can you guarantee that? I, I guarantee you saved my life back in 2007. Yeah. You. Uh, what did you do? You. Uh, you read a poem of mine and you gave me a hundred dollars or something uh, when you were on TUE. I don't know. I hope I didn't give you a hundred dollars. You did give me a hundred dollars. The station would have done that. I don't pay oh, people. the station. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, not me. I don't give no, money to right. people. I don't need the money. Well, that's... I'm happy to hear it. Rollo, why have you called me just to annoy me or... No, what? no, no, not, not at all. I just wanted to, um, again, uh, uh, over the moon landing, I don't think it was. I think I was quite correct in what I said. What do you... You still think we went? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Well, we, 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 um, me and so, my friends run a podcast called The Fart Podcast, and we use your um, sound grabs. We use everything you say uh, on our podcast, and we'd like you to come and join us one day. That's very we'll unlikely, that. Rod, but thank you for the invitation. You Would you like to come and join us on our um, podcast, uh, like, uh, as a special guest? When Denton, remember Andrew Denton, when he interviewed you twice uh, back in the early 90s, uh, early 2000s? Yes, I remember it was Andrew. a wonderful interview, and I, I would do just as good an interview, I reckon, as Andrew Denton with you. Really? Yes, I think so. Well, I think well, I could, how about I that? I know your career pretty well, and... Uh, now, now, you know, anyone who's been on on the on the radio as long as you have, I think, uh, deserves a decent interview. And I, I think Denton did a good one, but I think I could do a better one. Andrew's very good interviewer. I think so. I think um, I think both of those interviews were were fantastic. But um, 
I could do better because. But, uh, but you've got to remember, Rollo, I am also a very good interviewee. I, get, I, I think you are too. I yeah, remember I when Lee Sales interviewed you. Yeah. Remember whether you were, you had a Scotch or a, or a bourbon or what do you, what do you drink? Jack Daniels, isn't it? No, wild and, turkey. Wild turkey, and you had a wild turkey in your hand that night. I can't remember what Lee, Lee Sales was interviewing you about. What was that about? That one? Just about me being me, I think. I think so. <laughs> I, I wouldn't have cared what she interviewed me about, just so long as she interviewed me. I wouldn't, have, I, wouldn't have, I wouldn't have cared what she asked. I'd She's just say, cute. just so long as she interviewed. Oh, you, mate. I mean, you, you gave cute answers. I, I, I mean, I, you were being very... I think there was a little bit of a, a little, uh, you know, you guys were getting on very well there, a little... A little spark. A little spark. <laughs> a spark. That's it. That's Rod what I like Rod about radio and talkback radio. And Rod that's Rod I've, I've loved you for years. Rodo. I've loved you uh, since the early 80s. When you interviewed uh, Paul Keating, yeah, Rodo. You said we were becoming a banana republic. Yeah, that? yeah, I do remember. I don't need reminding. Rodo. Yeah. Would you go away, please? John Laws, what's in your hand? He fucking loves you. I'm telling you. <laughs> he loves you. What's in your hand? John Laws, what's in your hand? Wild turkey. That was good. That was good. He fucking loves you. Now, now why he suddenly wound you up and told you to go away, I'm telling you now, his secretary must have said something. Because the guy was getting on with you and Mm. he could have talked to you for ages. He loved what you were saying to him. Mm. You can tell. He's getting on a bit in years, though. These days it's wild turkey neck. Yeah, I thought that went well. And okay, like why he was best. rude why he was rude to Jim, who had yeah, a forty eight Oh, here we go. I just got a message from Is he gonna join us? Garris is on Oh that fake old just can't join us tonight. Okay. Oh, he can't join us tonight, so we got no fake out tonight, but that's that's a shame. Mike, but Mike, yeah, Mike. yeah, I thought Lawsy Lawsy um yeah, it was... No, that was the best call you've good. had with them. Yeah. Best call. I got no. I got Fart Podcast. Yeah. I, I, I should yeah. have fartpodcast.com. And if there's anyone yeah. listening, we're not completely yeah. mad. We're just normal No people. way. No just way. We normal can... I'm as... <laughs> I'm as sane as you are, Noid. <laughs> <laughs> no, Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to Noises News in four minutes. So, uh, Jerris, we've got here. Um, Jerris, do we want to talk to him before Noises News or after? Well, look, I, can I just uh, just Go. mention something? Uh, Go for it. The guy that you were talking about, Rick, it, the Carl Kruzelnicki. Yeah, is, is that the guy that was on Triple J? The, yes. The Dr. Carl? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I didn't know Fucking that. Sell out cunt. And I remember listening to him. He, back he in wears the a very colourful, yeah, colourful shirt. I actually bump into him occasionally. Walk, he lives, must live in Redfern because I see him. He's really tall. He's like six foot six. And he, he's got uh, a It's white. actually Maroubra, uh, Australia, apparently, according he to lives, him. All right. Well, he must eat in Redfern on his Friday night because I've Maybe. actually seen him. But I'll tell you now, I would love to say, how much have you been paid, you sellout cunt? Well, to... we, yeah, that's interesting. But look, I'm just looking at this bio on Wiki. Uh, yeah, did you a, know that both yes, his parents, yes, both his parents, yes, were Holocaust yes, survivors. survivors? Work it out. Work it out. <laughs> Bullshit. Wow. But his father was a Gentile, Polish. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. I, well, mate, I, I used to really like that guy on Triple J back in the nineties uh, when he was on. I thought he was telling a lot of good stuff. I'm quite nah, surprised. I thought no. I, I, I got alarm bells. Everything he said. I thought 
he kept not being able to answer basic questions about certain things, and I'm not a science guy, but I knew mm. the answers that the good people were asking him, and I thought if I know them and he doesn't, then he's a fucking idiot. And he, what, he'd, what he'd say, he'd go, oh, that's a very good question. I'll get back to you on that one. I mean, and, I, and I thought, <laughs> I, could, I could go on that show and say the same answer. Oh, it's a very good question. I'll get back to you on that, on, gra- <laughs> on gravity, on or, or on the fucking physics of, a, yeah. of an ant. I mean, like the guy's on evolution. A, on an evolution. He's a fraud, a fraud of the highest magnitude. And he sold us out for, a, for I would say, in my opinion, this is, for a couple of million bucks into his bank account to say 5G is a safe technology. It won't sterilise you. It's all cool. I'm shocked. He's a cunt. I don't like saying the word cunt. Actually, I do. You want to go? 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 Hey, look, this is Fart Podcast. and there's No bad language. There's no bad language here. Exactly. We're going to go to Noises News. But I do, Lawsy, sometimes when he gets into a pickle, when, when you talk to him, he will send you back to the – look, I'll just send you back to the uh, handmaidens. I'll send Listen, you back you, to the producers. You, it's just an easy way to get male, out of it. Right. Then, there, was, there was a male on that show that was, was talking to him. Did you hear – There's a little bit, you can hear a guy's voice in that, the, the thing when he was talking to you? Yes. Yep. So he had a producer in there saying – and he would have been going, wind him up, wind him up, wind him up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Noises news time. Ready? Okay. This is Noises News. Good news, everyone! Ladies and gentlemen, shocking footage just in of a homeless Englishman speaking the truth against Jewish Marxist journalist David Aronovich on the subject of mass immigration. Belisette, roll the tape. Did we say that? Sorry, hold on. To the indigenous people here, the people who have been here all their lives, all their families have been here. David Cameron I'm... did suggest that, um, that we had a ban, so if someone was coming in, they had to work for three months and pay tax before they no, were able to use benefits. One, one I would say seven. ten years. I would say make it a bigger barrier, make people contribute. All right, that's make, what I would make say. Make your point, sir, again. What was it? One in seven new businesses are set up by immigrants, yeah? They've all been given money. Everything's been thrown at the immigrants. But listen, no, I don't. Can I finish? Then? Listen, no. I've applied for a hundred jobs in the railway. One hundred jobs. I don't even get an interview no more. In the old days, at least you get a letter. At least you get a rejection letter. I don't even get that. One hundred jobs. But these immigrants, they get all their tickets paid for. They get all their jobs. I don't. I'm homeless. I've got nowhere to live. I have to go down today and see an immigrant. An immigrant telling me that I... Well, that's the truth. Well, that's the truth. I went down to John Smith's house today and an immigrant tells me that I cannot live here. I cannot get nowhere to live. All right. David Aronovich. Uh, hang on. Let, all right, let's hear... OK, we get your point. Let, let's, you are... And we get nothing. So you're blaming... You're I'm not blaming immigrants at all. No, no, you're blaming the wrong people. I'm not. You're blaming. You're, uh, you're, I'm you're, just you're stating the can facts. I, can I just say case. something? No, 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 no. You're, you're, you're stating a perception of the facts of the case. And I can for me understand. personally, and for many people like yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, okay, you made your point. Let him, let him answer. I know, it. but okay. just because you just because you perceive something doesn't make it true. It's we true all, for me. No. 
No one has so far accused anybody of being racist. But the, but the things that you've said were exactly what was said about my grandparents when they came over to the Jewish East End in the early 1900s. Exactly the same things. They said precisely the same things. We can't walk through our streets because they're not ours anymore. Why is a street not yours? Because some of the faces in it are black. Why can't you be in a street that has black? <laughs> All right, you can answer this. there you go, folks. Did you notice uh, how the BBC load the dice against anyone who does not conform to the liberal, progressive, globalist, neocon agenda of mass uncontrolled immigration? Firstly, the audience, the panel and those chosen to ask questions are handpicked by the producers of the show. The angry white man has been specifically chosen by the producers in order to misrepresent those who are against mass uncontrolled immigration as low-minded, angry white people whose underlying motivation stems only and specifically from racism. When the angry white man makes his point about positive discrimination for them, insofar as immigrants are given money, he is immediately booed and condemned by the hand-picked audience in a mob-like mentality. Note his demeanour. He is angry. He is white. He is lower working class. He is a racist. And he is framed as such. In short, the entire superstructure of the interview or panel is a setup intended to frame anyone who has a non-globalist outlook as a racist. The comment, just because you perceive something doesn't make it true, may be factually correct as a generalization. However, in this particular context of this man's life, and by extension, many people's lives in similar circumstances, they are not mere perceptions or illusions, as the word implies, but straightforward, accurate truths drawn from objective reality. David Anarovich also equates two separate and disparate entities, i.e. being black and being Jewish, as having exactly the same social milieu. In fact, for many reasons, this is a completely false and spurious conflation. But being a Marxist and working in the grievance and victimhood spectrum, David can use this as a cudgel to beat the implied racists over the head with. When David Aranovich says, no one accused you of being racist, but he hereby reveals that his hidden agenda has always been to misrepresent the audience member as a racist. He ignores all of the objective facts about active discrimination against the host population, the native population of Britain, white ethnicity, and immediately sets out misrepresenting, misrepresenting and negating the objective facts by a simple twist of the argument towards anti-Semitism and racism. 
He also cleverly inverts the reality of the argument being put forward by the questioners by accusing the host society of showing discrimination, anti-Semitism, and by inference and implication, racism. So in this argument, all that David Aronovich brought to the table was the reptilian scare words of anti-Semitism, racism by implication, and the explicit reference to black people as an objective result of racist intent on the part of the white man in the audience. In summary, this is a perfect example of how the mainstream media controls the environment in which an apparently free and open debate occurs. There is no free and open debate. It is a total facade. And on that note, I will leave you with a speech specifically directed to the indigenous white European people of France in 2008 from the then French president, Nicolas Sarkozy. What is the goal? It's going to be controversial. The goal is to meet the challenge of racial interbreeding. The challenge of racial interbreeding that faces us in the 21st century. It is not a choice, it's an obligation, it's imperative. We cannot do otherwise. We risk finding ourselves confronted with major problems. We must change. Therefore, we will change. We are going to change all at the same time. In business, in administration, in education, in the political parties. And we will obligate ourselves as to results. If this voluntarism does not work for the Republic, then the state will move to instill more coercive measures. So, my dear friends of Saudi Arabia, this is not an effort. This is not an effort to impose a single model of civilization. That would be to repeat yet again the tragic error in which the past provoked so much misery. That would be to deny identities. That will be to arouse not peace and brotherhood, but violence. Because nothing is more dangerous than an injured identity, than a humiliated identity. An humiliated identity is a radicalized identity. It's to meet the challenge of racial interbreeding. The challenge of racial interbreeding that faces us in the 21st century the challenge of racial interbreeding that France has always known. And in meeting the challenge of racial interbreeding, France is faithful to its history. Thank you, Jerris, end quote. So to Nicolas Sarkozy, Angela Merkel, and to Richard von Kudenhove Kalergi himself, the collective voice of all ethnic Europeans worldwide politely respond with, go fuck yourself. And that's the news, as most sane people see it. So good fight and God bless. Brilliant. Excellent. (laughs) The way it is today in Noises News. Thanks, Jared. Good news, everyone. Fight Podcast 41, Sunday the 8th of September 2019. I went, uh, now for Rollo's weather. I don't know if I want those cudgels. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was good stuff, Noise. Well awful. done. Well awesome. done, Noise and Jerris. Jerris, 
Thanks right, for joining us. Awesome. Right, awesome. thanks for joining us live, Jerris. Oh, it's yeah. always a pleasure. Yes. And yes. The, the hour is pretty convenient for me, so. Right, so it's always a pleasure to hear your voice. We love it. Brilliant job. Well done, yeah. man. Thanks yeah. for that. Yeah, you, you were great on the, um, uh, now we don't, doesn't look like we're going to get fakeologists, but you were on, Jerris, um, do you want to go over a little bit more of the news or... Uh, you were on uh, the Fakeologist Audio Chat 600, which is a, ma a great milestone. Explain uh, what you thought about that. I mean, especially the Dave J, Dave J, uh, um, uh, and Gaia, uh, Gaia misunderstanding. Is that a misunderstanding? I don't know. I don't know. It was uh, it was a kind of uh, what can I say that a pissing contest, if I can say. Mm -hmm. It was just to see who was able to scream louder and uh, occupy the space, uh, the, the speaking space more than the other. And to oh, be honest, right. I did uh, really stand to parts of it and almost no point were made. It was mostly ad hominem attacks or uh, criticism uh, yeah. directed one, 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 once you use the it, Once someone uses ad hominem attacks, they've lost the argument. I, uh, can, exactly. we get, can, can we get Velocet to play... An an ad hominem. I'll give you an example of an ad hominem attack. Uh, when I when when I speak to John Laws, um, yeah. let's let's play your, uh, from that simple. from the mark. Let's listen to an ad hominem attack. All I did was say, look, I don't think we went to the moon with John Laws, and I'll get Velocet just to play the ad hominem attacks that came through on the text messages. Uh, it's about the seven minute mark. Uh, let's see if we can find it. Um, do you know where it is, Velo? I, I, it's about. I have no idea what clip you're okay, talking about. Okay, so it's in. It's no, it's okay, mate. It's okay. Look, I'll find it for you. <laughs> All right. It's, no, no, I'm. So, like I said, I'm this, not, uh, yeah, yeah, go, Jerry. This particular audio chat is not one that I enjoyed much. <laughs> because there was no real point made, no nothing that was interesting to say. So. For anyone what? listening that uh, are interested in the Fakeology Studio chat, I will direct you to the 604, which is an excellent one. Quick, ready, ready, not no, not long, informative, and uh, fascinating, and no okay. screaming whatsoever. Yeah, the I most direct important people thing, to the 604. To, to me, a, a discussion without an ad hominem attacks and just basic discussion can go into an amazing spot. You can find things just by linking things. Exactly. And, and I can dig up things I've listened to no, 20 no, years ago. Let me give you one right now. Here we go. Okay. Okay, so okay, so fake uh, Velo, in the um, Fart Team chat, Rollo versus Laws, moon landings, right? Go to the seven-minute, 22-second mark, and you want to hear ad hominem, right? I'll, I'll play it for you right now. Uh, Velo will play it for you right now. Okay. Okay. Have a listen to this for ad hominem. Tell you it's not Rollo anyway, it's uh, Solomon. Uh, if I can find out Solly, my friend, I'll tell you. Yeah, a lot of people, according to the text messages, want to kill Rollo. They don't like him. 12 gauge ready for Rollo. Give Rollo the good old shotgun. Woohoo. 1 300 uh, good day, Lawsy. Rollo's got his tinfoil hat on this morning. All those conspiracy theories have been debunked. Yeah, go and uh, join the flat earthers, Rollo, you goose. Have a nice day, Lawsy. I don't know who said that. Uh, but uh, he doesn't like Rollo either. one three hundred five six four six five two. 564 So, so, yeah. so just simple, like, like, I came out with a rational yep. 
argument about I don't think we went to the moon. And yep. then all these people, they've obviously got enough brains to use a text on their on their on their mobile but, but, phones. Do, and all they've got all they've got is like ad hominem ad hominem attacks. But, 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 say but that I'm, yeah, Roll, I remember the time you talked about 911, right? And and all of a sudden that guy, because you you actually got some great points through in a very long. Me and Velocet, me and Velocet. Yes, you did. Yes. And yeah. then all of a sudden this particular guy turned up, and he went on about you know my, my I had a good friend of mine died in 911, whatever. Oh, the yeah. guy was a plant and a stooge and a fake. There's no two ways about it. So. They're waiting in the wings to come on and discredit anybody that has a bit of a thing. Well, the classic why... one was what that guy that said, oh, look, the planes hit the towers, and obviously because they they, uh, they fell down yeah. from structural failure. Who That Mark Walsh guy? Mark Walsh. Harley, Harley, Harley guy. Harley guy. Yeah, that's Harley, Harley guy. Bring in Mark Walsh, who's a, a freelancer for Fox. You live just a few blocks away and witnessed. Dude, I was I was I live on the 43rd floor of a building which is five blocks from the World Trade Center itself. I witnessed the entire thing from beginning to end. People talk about how it looked like a movie. I know when I came walking down here early this morning and saw both towers on fire and people on every street corner, it was it was it was like a movie. But you watched the planes hit the towers. I was watching with my roommate. It was approximately several minutes after the first plane had hit. I saw this plane come out of nowhere and just ream right into the side of the Twin Tower, exploding through the other side. And then I witnessed both towers collapse, one first and then the second, mostly due to structural failure because the fire was just too intense. Mostly just too intense. we got to go to a break. But I, I tell you, one of the, one of the best, one of the best uh, impressions is John LeBond does the best impression of that guy. He does, he does. He does, does, he does. Here we are. Fart Podcast 41, Sunday the 8th of September 2019. Who am I here with? Exoteric, Jerris, Noise Level, Rollo and Bellaset. We'll be back on the flip side. Listening to the Fart Podcast, you could consider making a small donation to support independent media. The recording and production of the show requires considerable time and effort. Plus, we also need to cover the cost of equipment, site hosting, and beer. Just go to fartpodcast.com and click on the donate page. If you feel that you've gotten value out of the show, consider buying us around. It's your shout. level from the fart podcast if you would like to share any ideas for topics audio clips or questions for our panel you can drop us an email mail at fartpodcast.com hello all fakeologists we have another question from a fellow fakeologist this question if from russell in calgary he asks why does Aberato allow Dave J on Fakeologist.com if he causes so much drama with his war is a hoax talk and also being a bully to other fakeologists? Thanks for your question Russell. Dave J is beloved by Aberato. 
Dave J won't be going away anytime soon. Dave J is here to stay for good. Aberato doesn't like to ban anyone on fakeologist.com. Dave J is considered a good researcher when it comes to media fakery, fakeology and how war is a hoax. Aberato believes war is a hoax and if he didn't he would have banned Dave J. Dave J is known as the fakeologist bully as he tends to intimidate others with his immense knowledge which Aberato admires. Ab doesn't agree that Dave J bullies other fakeologists. Aberato thinks the whole thing is overblown. Dave J is just being himself and wants to be friends with all fakeologists. If Dave J was a bully he would have been banned by Aberato a long time ago. Instead Aberato believes the future of fakeologist is with Dave J. Dave J might even been made moderator of the fakeologist.com discord channel. Dave J might come off aggressive towards fakeologists but it's just Dave J's passion and emotion. He means well to all fakeologists. Fakeologist.com and Dave J are here to stay and Aberato invites all fakeologists to come and talk with Dave J on the Discord audio chat. Believe me and Aberato when I say this, Dave J is not and never has been a bully. Dave J is the brightest fakeologist along with John Labon on fakeologist.com. That's it fakeologists. Remember to send your questions to Aberato at IMA at fakeologist.com. That's a fact. Bullshit. Bullshit. That's a fact. You know that nobody died and nobody got hurt. That much you do know. Everything you see proves the hoax. Blah 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 bling 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 blah. Bullshit! Bullshit! That's a fact. Umbrella Maddox Sale Preaches. Oh my God, who doesn't remember that one? Fart Podcast 41, Sunday the 8th of September 2019. Who am I here with? I'm here with Rick. I'm yep. here with Noise Level, Rollo, yep. me Rollo, Fella said, and Jer- Jerris. And, and I think we've also been joined by Fakeologist. So yes, yes, thank you for Do being here. Do you remember here. That, that? That was from our um, show, The Fabulous Four, that we, when we turned up and did the live show together. Did we? Yeah, we play that. Oh, yeah. Funny. Eh, 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 eh. Love it. Love it.
can just say a word about the, the, the mail that you read about Def J. I think that it's needed to have people that steer controversy, that uh, challenge yeah, yeah. you on your claim. And, uh, yeah, yes. you know, it's, it's, look, it's, if it wasn't for Dave J, I wouldn't be on this fucking podcast. Cause, yes, know. and the, the, the thing is that uh, you need someone to be a little rough. And uh, yes, yeah. we all are adults and we can... Uh, We can act upon that. We can live with that. We don't have to leave the Discord or uh, stop nah, participating yeah. altogether. I really like Dave J in the sense that he challenged me on things I say and that is invaluable yeah, look, for look, me. Look, 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 as I say, his his productions that he does on his YouTube channel are fucking fantastic as far as I'm concerned. So the guy's great, you know, but, but he's antagonistic. So, you know, stop <laughs> that was the good one. Stop it! Stop yeah. it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he's, he's of high value. There's no two ways about it. I'm not gonna. I'll never. I'll never say anything negative about. And the guy is he's proudly mentions the Jesus name, and not many people are brave enough to say that. Apart from Frank yeah. and We live in a world where that word, those like, those two words are like criminal now, pretty Absolutely. much. Absolutely. Almost criminal. Almost, Almost criminal. criminal. Yeah. Yeah. Never, We're not far off. Never, not far off. Never, well, Richard Dawkins never, wouldn't want we? Yeah, Richard Dawkins and Lala Wood wouldn't want you saying that. But, no. Or, or, or Daniel Dennett or um, who was a, a the guy that wrote uh, the other fellow that died young, a little bit young. I liked him. The, the guy that had to go at, um, oh, yeah. Richard Dawkins and him were friends. Um, come on, help me out. Help me out. Who oh, was he? Uh, you know, the, the, the fella that had a go at Henry his Kissinger. Oh, you know, Christopher Hitchens. Yeah, Hitchens. Yeah, I know you, you knew what I'm talking about. Now, now yeah. Hitchens is a fucking, I'm telling you now, the guy is a talent. Was, was. Was a talent, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and he suddenly got cancer and died just after he slagged Kissinger off. That was troublesome, that one, wasn't it? Yeah, very suspicious. Yeah. I'm not going to say it. I'm, I'm, well, I will. It's suspicious. Yeah. He's going to he serve from um, Andrew Denton's wife on the book club. I remember that. Uh, um, yeah, well, yeah. He, yeah. <laughs> so is Denton married, is Denton married to... Uh, is he yeah. married to... Jennifer, um, Jennifer Byrne. Yes. Yeah, mate. I'll try and find the clip if Bella said. No, was really nice to me once. I'm. I'm yeah, but she groveled. She groveled over because Hitchens was an intelligence. Uh, sorry, yeah, an intelligent man. No two ways about it. Yeah, oh yeah, you went, you wouldn't want to get in an argument with him because like no, he, you, you get smashed. You, you get, get smashed, smashed, but but what we know is a little yeah. bit more than. Well, put it this way, yeah. uh, Dave, Dave J and Hitchens would make one of the greatest interviews you've ever seen. Well, if Hitchens was still with us, and maybe he is, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, no, I'd like to hear Dave J and Hitchens go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. I love Hitchens' ability to recite poet, war, the World War One poetry. You know, he can sit there and just recite it. It'd be, better, it'd be better than me and Lawsy going toe-to-toe, -to -toe, oh, but I thought me and Lawsy going toe-to-toe -to -toe was okay. But yeah, No, it's good. Yeah. Listen, it's fantastic listening. And mm. Laws loves you, as as uh, Ab says. He he needs you more than you need. Speaking him. of Ab, speaking Don't. of Ab, money, money, money. Money, money, money. What from the from the from the North Shore of Lake On? From the North Shore of from the North from the North Shore of Lake Ontario, we have. Fakeologist from fakeologist.com. G'day, Ab. How are you? 
Good day, mate. How are you? Good day. How are you, mate? Wait, do a couple of shifts on the party. <laughs> you're here with Exoteric, you're here with Jerris, you're here with Noise Level Me, Rollo, and yep. Bill said, uh, hey, congratulations on FAC 600. Uh, your um, 600 um, audio chat went really, really well. Well done, mate. Yes, I, I, that's a thanks to Jerris and his reinvigoration. I think Jerris is responsible for the last 100 audio chats. He is, he is. Jerris is the new Faye. He's on a hot streak. <laughs> <laughs> he has a lot to say, really, obviously. It's and great. Gaia, I think Gaia is a, really enjoying Jerris too because... Oh, well, no, it's, 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 it's working out well. And, and I love the, um, the Fakopedia stuff that Gaia's doing at the moment. He, I mean, he's, he's got every one of our episodes down with every comment every whatever so good on him for being persevering and yeah that takes a lot of energy what he absolutely people have no idea how much energy it takes to make one single page of any i couldn't believe what he did for our fart podcast our our fakopedia fart podcast thing he's got it down to every guest from going from now, the recent, most recent Cuban Dali to way back to Rachel, every single thing that we've done, he's got it noted. So it's, we're totally impressed with you guys. Yeah, so yeah really he puts happy. a lot of energy into uh, fakeologist.com. Yeah, and he's and, thick-skinned enough to not yeah. to, 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 to leave the, like, Napoleon's disappeared, who I'm a big fan of, totally big fan of. I'm a big fan of so many of the fakeologist legends, you know. Yeah, so there's room for all of them. Everyone has a very distinct personality. Uh, most of us yeah. don't get along with each other all the way. We all have reservations of some sort. Yeah. And there's and you room don't for want all to come of these personalities. You? We understand that. <laughs> no, he's not allowed. I don't take visitors. I'm too busy. But seriously. We can all, there's room for everyone at Fakeologist, even if we only agree with a percent. As long as we agree on media fakery, nothing else do. really matters. And we do. It's and okay so, to be are we different. Planning, now, are we planning something special for 911 this year? Because it's coming up. Well, I'm not really because it's on a weekday and I'm busy. Brian Stabley is supposed to be on the air for six hours and he wants oh, me yes. to come on his show. So I might. I said I might try and show up for an hour or so. We'll see. But he's yeah, going to do doing it, man. something. You got to do it. Do, do what I'm doing. I'm sitting in my car, in one of my cars, I should say, and um, this is my new studio. You know, it's. You know, well, yeah, I am the same way. <laughs> I spend more time in my moving vehicle than I do William, at William, my the future of the white studio race, well. but living in cars, man. <laughs> yes, and for uh, for the anniversary of 9/11. I want to put out a compilation of audio clips that are even funny. Yeah, do, hey, do so, do so, do so, man. Something I'll, that is I'll, between I'll be one hour and one hour and a half long, and uh, yeah, that is I'll pretty be. easy to listen to. And uh, well, I don't, don't really think that I do, will not speak uh, during that one, but uh, yeah, I will but do it anyway. We, we're coming up to the anniversary of me and uh, Noise Level realising that we both sound like exactly the same and turning up on the uh, 9, 9, 9 one anniversary 
this time last year. It's fake. It's fake, man. It's fake. It's it fucking has, fake, it's man. Fake. It's fake. <laughs> it's fake. It's fake. It's fake. It's fake. But um, well, noise level up. sounds exactly like Golden Skid, Mark. I don't think he it does. It's incredible. Amazing, isn't it? Incredible. <laughs> but um, I'm um, I'll be coming on to Fakeologist to chat on that day, and I'm ready to go. You know, so I'll be so, there. Well, that's good so because. 9-11 is becoming an adult on Wednesday. Yeah, for sure. 18 yeah, years old. Yeah. Yeah, 18. That's 8 it. and 1. 8 and 1. But yeah, I'll, I'll be there. And uh, so, because we're coming up to the Fart Podcast one-year anniversary within three weeks, I think. That's it. That's it. And me and Rollo met more than a year ago, but it's... Uh, I think I'm it all looking came forward to fruition, like uh, just around 9 11, didn't it? Yep. Hey. It did. It did. <laughs> <laughs> just by so, accident. Just wow. by accident. And I, I'm telling you now, man, this is, this is um, what do you call it when it's like um, bigger than something? It's like it was destiny. Yes. Yeah. So it was destiny. So it, destiny. It is written. It is written. It is Syn- written. Synchronicity. <laughs> synchronicity. Synchronicity. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, can only lead you to there. Yeah, and we've we've been having the best time since that anniversary nine one one on Fakeologist, and we all totally respect Ab as our founder. So, poor, cho- poor children. Well, thank you very much. God bless you. Yeah, I absolutely, feel like absolutely. a bit. I feel slightly responsible for you guys. You uh, are no, you, <laughs> you <yeah>. are man. <laughs> you are totally responsible for our podcast. Am I am I responsible or am I to blame? Which to is blame. Oh. <laughs> okay, so to, to give you a positive, let's say that you are at least responsible for the great amelioration of my English language. So that is one thing that we can observe in that. Look, look, to be, look, look um, Garris, your English language skills are up there as mo- you know. You, you've got it. You know, so you're extremely yeah, you're clever. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And you do yeah, a very good psychosis impersonation. <laughs> maybe because uh, I am as manic as he is. Who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, uh, especially the Actually, throwing, the, throw, throwing the dog I, and the woman in the room. I'm way behind <laughs> on the audio chats. I'm just listening to the Faye audio chat because you guys keep doing five hour audios and I can't get them all in during the day because yeah, I, yeah. I just stuff. caught I just caught up with them all um, last night and I'm very impressed. The the one I like the most is the six zero four. Yeah, uh, a quick one, not long at all, and very on the topic. Something that was not discussed, I think, uh, yet on Fakeologist. And uh, we did go over some some Wikipedia page, not that much of uh, circumvoluted discussion, but uh, straight to the point, quick and uh, informative. I would say so. Six zero four. Who was on that one, Garris? Just me, just me and Gaia. We <laughs> were speaking uh, off, off air and we came across a small bit of information and we started from that. And by reading Wikipedia page, we make a awesome. few interesting links between individuals or events. Oh, right, man. We, I, I, for example, discovered on, on live by reading Wikipedia page that. Uh, uh, responsible of uh, of the government in India uh, admitted to have uh, faked the terrorist event uh, altogether. That he have claimed that uh, there was a bomb somewhere when there was not. 
So oh. this guy admitted to have done that 30, 13 years earlier. He admitted that. He did a press conference. He said, okay, I'm, I was lying, blah, blah, blah. And the next, the next day, conveniently enough, massive bombardment, massive uh, terrorist attack in Bombay. Uh, Mm. So no one was ever mentioning the fact that this guy lied because just the day after he admitted to have lied, terrorist attacks. Yeah, yeah. It is funny, that, isn't it? All these severe coincidences always occur around these big events. There's always a big coincidence that, oh, coincidentally, we're doing the exact same drill with the exact people that would have shown up. Yeah, that's, I guess it's... That's what you're saying. It gets, That's it exactly. gets boring, doesn't it, after a while? But I mean, it's just—it's hilarious and sad. Well, news. it's really um, how dense do people have to be to not see what's going on? It's literally yeah. an admission. It's an admission. And if you guys, yeah, exactly. if, the, if the yeah, if the public doesn't want to acknowledge the admission, then shame on them. Mm. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Shame. 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 <laughs> shame. What is that oh, shame from? Is that from the from Wicker Game Man? Of Thrones, which, when Cersei's got naked, like, you know, butts, butt and all, getting covered with shit. Oh, from the, okay. from the, from the mob. From the mob. You know? The mob. That, that kind of sound effect, though, reminds me of the Wicker Man. Did you guys see the Wicker Man from the 70s? I've seen the Wicker Man. I'm still disturbed. With Nicholas Kidd. No, 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 the one, the one with um, Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee and Edward Woodward. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Oh, when Edward Woodward gets, and and who was the pretty, uh, who was the girl uh, uh, naked? Uh, It was Bridget uh, Eklund. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Wasn't she married to Peter Sellers? Yeah, that's right. You got it. And Ron Stewart. That's true. That's true. Oh, Rod Stewart or Peter? Or is she still Stella? with us? Is Bridget Eklund? Is she still with us? Yes, she is. Yeah, yep, yep. yep. Yeah, yeah, I tell you, I tell you, the cutest was. I mean, Bridget Eklund was uh, up there for cute, but I reckon. Oh, what was the? Who was the uh, the sex kid? Um, the other one, the French. I think uh, Bo was a man. Oh, Bo <laughs> Bo Derek. You reckon Bo Derek was? Yeah, oh, yeah, I just got confirmation that Brit was married to Peter Sellers. I was listening that's, that, to uh, I was listening to Tim what? Osmond on the Infinite Plane Society, and he was hmm. telling me that Wicker Man came out just before the Son of Sam guy, the serial killer guy uh, in New York, and there was something where they tied the movie in with the serial killer. They said he was influenced by the movie. I think he had a dog named Wicker. There was some tie-in with the Son of uh, Sam. Serial killer, ter- fake terrorist. Yeah, fake terrorist. Yeah, they mm. tie in movies, current events with their so-called uh, psyops, with their psyops. Yeah, yeah. That's why yeah, I you know what I'm up. trying to think of. Bridget Bardot. Bridget, Bridget Bardot yes. was She's beautiful. absolute sex. Beautiful. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, if yeah. you oh, believe that Bridget oh. Bardot is beautiful, don't ever look at any current pictures of her. Keep no. their memory as it is. Because she's aged naturally as opposed to all the other idiots. Same with um, the British. Ra- Raquel Did she Welch pass the EGI same. test? Raquel Welch? Yes, uh, no, Raquel is definitely is an EGI candidate. About, uh, <laughs> animal rights. Wasn't she yes, with exactly. Raquel Welch? Uh, Raquel Rick, Welch she was with um, 
Yes. She was with Brian Brown for a while there. No, 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 no. Brian Brown's no, wife no. is a beautiful. The Rachel beautiful, Wood. Rachel, Rachel Wood. Wood. Sorry, who is very similar looking, to be honest. Yeah. That's Brigitte Bardot. Um, did she pass the EGI test? Anyone? I don't know if she's definitely. Which definitely. Did she pass? Bridget Bardot is a chick. She's yeah. a oh, Bridget woman. Bardot is so cute. Raquel and, Welsh. And, no. and so Raquel is Raquel Welsh. No, no, can not I tell Raquel you, Welsh. Listen, tr- can I tell you a friend of mine? And I'm telling you, a good friend of mine was mm. her personal hairdresser on a – she came over and filmed a – there's a movie called Quigley um, with um, the guy that was uh, Magnum P.I. Thomas. Tom Thomas. Thomas. Tom Tom right? And he ended up becoming friends with Raquel Welsh. And he saw these amazing photos of him with her. And she set him up in New York in a salon cutting hair. He was a heterosexual hairdresser that all the girls liked for mm. various reasons. Of course. And and she, he's got pictures of him and her, and she is the most fucking sexy mm. woman I've ever seen, as far as I'm concerned. Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that what uh, Andy Dufresne used on the wall? In, yeah, in, um, that was – and Bridget yeah. Bardot. And yep. Bridget yeah, Bardot. It, uh, no, yeah. it was uh, – I think she – No, it was. No, no, there were three oh, girls. Raquel Walsh and obviously it was the the original movie was called uh, Rita Hayworth. That's yeah. Rita yeah. Hayworth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And did you know Rita Hayworth? I think that's where you get the um, what's the what's the cocktail you you drink with um, tequila? Um, the margarita. Margarita. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Margarita and Rita Hayworth are the same. Per- that was named after her by a barman that she used to come and drink in a bar. Well, they were filming, whatever, and he named the Margarita after Rita Hayworth. Wow. Yeah. So apparently she was a sexy piece of work as well. My, but, my, but, speaking of, like, like uh, cocktails, I was just looking at my notes, and I wrote down something about, like, Collins mix. Col- that's the, uh, Michael Collins, as in the guy that went toward the moon. Yeah. That, that I'm, related to, I'm related to him. Yeah, and I, I kind of wrote down something. I was just reading it then, just like Collins mix, and there was a Catholic, as in mix, Going on there, like you know, they used to call the Catholics mix. Mix, yeah, yeah, there you go. And, and, ah. and, and the beat the parents, you know. Remember, he has to bail and get Collins mix. You know, to, yeah. funny that. Yeah, funny. I, 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 I went in Ireland. I went. I went to see him, his grave, uh, with um, with um, uh, what's his name? Um, that lovely Del Irish Delcroix. Del Delcroix. Hey, it's it's mailbag time. Whoop. Mailbag time. It's time for the Fart Podcast Listener Mailbag. You've got mail. You've got mail. Okay, we have... Uh, a letter here that you guys are going to like and uh, noise level, I just sent you a link that you'll need for this segment. I'm looking at it right now. I'll, I'll read <laughs> it to you now. Dear Fart Boys, hey, it's Stacey again. Listening to Rick, in inverted commas, read our favourite two live crews song a few weeks back was, well, let's just say the girls were more inspired to find a local adult literacy program to volunteer at than we were to put on blindfolds and try guessing which sister was which based off the way her boobs feel. Anyway, during this segment of Rick, this week's segment of Rick Reed's rap, would it be possible to get noise level 
to read or struggle to read our favourite little Kim song to us, please. Love, Stacey, XOXO, and all the girls of Omega Delta Delta, a.k.a. the Omega oh. Double Ds. Frat girls. <laughs> what, do you want me to do it now? Go for it. <laughs> all right, here we go. Um, we Don't Need It. Featuring Trife, Little Cease. Yeah, fuck that, yo. I want some pussy tonight. I think I want to fuck my bitch Goldie and shit. Only because she got some money for me and shit. I think about fucking her and go fuck my other bitch that live in fucking big houses. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do, but check it. How you spell cat? C's and some hash. At last, a nigga kicking shit. Nigga kicking game full blast. How you want it? Diamonds or dime elves. Jansport book bags and bags from Chanel. And see Biaki smelling up my Kawasaki. John's by Versace. All them joints by Jockey. Clock be working real hard for a nickel. He drive a tricycle and his pants too little. His, and his shoes too little. Won't you get with the click with the big ass dicks? That makes sure your kicks fit. The real shit, true. Dollar pack, steal shit. The nigga with the movie and the mill shit. Mass pill, get me in the clubs free. So all you gotta do for me is just make your way to my king size bed and lie on my pillows and my Gucci bedspread. Keep your pussy. I got other plans instead. Just give me some head. Give me some head. Give me some head. If you ain't Very sucking nice music, dog. No. <laughs> what the fuck? This fellow has a great way to manage his time. Doesn't have time for pussy, only give him head. It's easier than the news. Stacey, that was so sexy. You must be going mental. <laughs> Hey Paco, do you reckon? Do you reckon Stacey's still, um, you know, a man? It's a bloke. Friends, about, a man. He's about sixty. <laughs> he's a guy. And he's about sixty. <laughs> I think Paco was being cynical. Of, uh, whenever Stacey sent that first email, but that was good noise. Thank you for that. I think Stacey would have enjoyed that. And if anyone is listening to this, right, mm. go onto the Discord, and you can press play and talk to any one of us and you can actually see us if you hit i didn't realize you can just hit the thing and it uses the discord camera and you can actually talk to people wherever they are mm. face to face if if you want so if you want now i on, said i said to stacy that you look like leaf garrett back in the no. 70s but what do you look like now i'd say you look like um so yeah, you look a bit like Stallone, but <laughs> but only only um, you, you're not quite as well built as Stallone was no. back in First Blood days. No, oh, no, no, no. So but you're still I, stocky. You're still stocky. No, I'm saying I'm joking. But when I was in Asia, the Asian woman used to come up to me and go, "You look like you look like someone I know. You look like Lambo." Oh, Lambo, Lambo. <laughs> Lambo. Hey, remember when I was in in Borneo and 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 the guys at the at the um, when I was at the bar and they said and they said 
You're, you're Robert Downey Jr. They yeah, thought I, I was Robert that. Downey I saw those, Jr. And I, no, I can see those photos. But back, I'm talking about back in the 90s yeah. of me being Stallone. Now, mm. now I think I don't look, I don't think I look like me, mm. whoever no, me What is. do you reckon? What is fake odds? What do you look like? Who do you look like fake He's got a long nose. I know B- that. Billy, Billy, Billy um, Crystal. Come on, faker. More like Howard Stern, I think, Connor. <laughs> Jerris, Jerris, who do you look like, Jerris? Alain Delon. <laughs> you de- who? Alain, Alain Delon. De- Alain Delon. Alain Delon. Oh, Alain de Bond. Yeah, the... No, the um... Alain Delon. Yeah. <laughs> no, I look like no one else. I look like myself. I have two brothers oh, yeah, and they didn't even look like me, so... Right, that's, that's how I pictured you when, when you was hearing your voice and then all of a sudden your avatar rocked up and, hey, I was right. Alan Delon. Alan Delon? Alan Delon. <laughs> Alan Delon. Because <laughs> <laughs> Vela said, Vela said, does look like um, not only um, uh, the fella from, uh, but I think it's the same guy. The guy that was in uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights is the yeah, same guy. Look, I, I think that was a shit movie. I think he's better known for the, the he, he was the same guy in uh, the first, uh, what's it called? The, 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 do you want to play a game? Saw? Saw. Saw, yeah. Saw, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where there's that dead guy in the middle. Yeah. And he, he's he like, he wakes a, up yeah. in a, yeah. And, and is it Danny Glover? Yeah. And Danny Glover's in that as well. Could be. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Saw. It's, it's not a very pleasant film. I don't know. It's not I'm a film that I'd ever a pleasant series of films. No, no, I, agree, I agree. I agree. Even I think I look like Sylvester Stallone. So I'm standing on an angle, and it's because of my eyes, I think. And I, even I went, "Oh, now, 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 I see what they're talking about." But mm. now, now I'm moved on from that. And Sylvester Stallone looks like his mother because he's had so much plastic surgery. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. looks yeah. fucking terrible now. Well, yeah, he's a good-looking guy. Thank it? you very much for your email, Stacey. It was nice Stacey, to hear from you. Yes. you and the girls at the Omega Delta Delta again. Come on the Discord. Is that the end of is that the end of the 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 mailbag? Is that the end? We hope to hear from you again soon. All right. That wraps up the Fart Podcast Listener Mailbag. You've got mail. Podcast 41, Sunday the 8th of uh, September 2019. Can't be far away from the end, but thank you. Uh, yep. Uh, now, we want also want to thank Cuban Dali for being a special guest on our she last was show. She was Wasn't she, was she great. great? Wasn't she great? Yeah. What about the interviewer that interviewed her? He was awesome. Was amazing. <laughs> was amazing, right? <laughs> that was you, Rick, wasn't it? I can't remember. Was and it? Sexy Sally and Laura Mars, too. Sexy Sally oh, okay. and Laura Mars. Can we just mention Laura Mars? She's been on our Discord. She is such a great chick. Mm. She's got, she's just got that. She likes good music. She likes the, she's got the same sense of humor. What's her favorite song? What's Laura Mars' favorite song? Do you know? Oh, she, well, I'll tell you what. Here we go. For you, Laura. This is Rick's theme whenever we have a female on the show. Oh, for <laughs> I totally agree. I'm a sucker for American girls. I'm telling you now. I know that. Ohio girls. Ohio girls. Yeah, I'm definitely 
getting the, the urge not to be single anymore, and uh, and and I can't comp- and I can't help. I'm um, I'm a suck of a chick. Are you still an incel? Yeah, well, look, I, girls, girls out there, look, there's a white guy in living in a van. Uh, uh, <laughs> mate, you should rock up. No, no, mate, isn't a good guy? Or, or he could be in a mate, SUV if he wanted to be. So romantic, it's going to be the best. And yeah. it's the future of the white race. Hey, and he's got a house. And he's here. <laughs> he's on the road. He's, he's a roadie. Road. He's a roadie. But yeah, yeah no, I, I'm, I'm over being single now. I'm fucking moving on now. I'm, I'm getting that urge. You're getting that. That happens. That happens. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we're gonna. <laughs> we love you long time. So we're we're gonna pack. We're, we're packing up in ten minutes. So come on, go, Jerris. Come on. We're packing up in ten minutes. Come on. Go for it, Jerris. Anything so, you. What say? I can say is that uh, when you are alone, when you don't have a girl in your life, there is a stench that goes into your skin. I would say. <laughs> so try to find someone even for an hour to get rid of the smell. And the new smell on. The alpha male smell on. Yeah, I, yeah, I've got the alpha smell on right now, let me tell you. Like it. <laughs> hey, have well, you, you packaged that uh, smell and hidden in the mountain with, with all the seeds, all that stuff you're doing? Yeah, yeah. man, whatever, whatever. Whatever you got to do. Yeah. I, just, I just feel like crying because I'm just such a beta. I'm such a beta. Yeah. I'm such a beta. <laughs> You are a masturbator. Fuck yeah, masturbator. I've. I tell you what. I've been married now for what? Not married, but no, you, look, with you, my wife, uh, twenty you're, you're, you're twenty-five fucking years now. And she's a good chick. Yeah, yeah. good chick. Puts you. up with us. Puts up with you. Nice. She does. She loves you guys. Yeah, puts up with us and you. So and 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 you can't argue with anything more than that. Oh, yeah. she's top chick, top chick. And but you uh, do she's had the... a rough year. She has a it... rough year. She lo- uh, lost her uncle. She lost her father. Oh, no, she no, lost no, her. No, uh, she lost her. Um, yeah, oh, she's lost yeah. three. And she... I'm, I lost my mother a couple of years yeah, back, and yeah, uh, that was tough. But she lost three close relatives it, look, in, look, in look, one look, year. Look, 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 how about stoic? As stoic as she is. Yeah, stoic. And look, she puts she puts up with you in a big way. Yeah, but I say this about you and her. You communicate with each other. I've I noticed this, right? You you talk to each other about stuff and you do things together. That's what it's all about. And I'm not I'm not being very hopeful because I don't think I'm gonna meet anyone that's got my in my line of thinking, it's going to be very hard. I oh, hear you. What to find a what a soul yeah. partner, a a, a life no, partner? Someone you can talk to. At, at fifty four, at fifty four, it's going to be difficult. But you might, you might. No, I'm past forty two. I'm I'm forty two technically. Well, it it takes the longest time to find a girl that was not afraid when I was screaming at the TV every time that was a Jew on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I know how you feel. I know exactly how you feel. It's incredible. <laughs> we're, we're, yeah, we're all we're all we're all in for a very long, lonely life, to be honest. But there might be someone out there. And well, well, look, look, what's Gareth. that song? Lonely, 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 lonely. Come on, fellas, it lonely, lonely. Oh, come on, we're not lonely. Not while oh, we're here on the five podcast. No, and, no we're uh, not when we're together. But yeah, but, you know. But well, look, look, Rick, Rick. Honestly, like uh, most of the, the the people that are into this sort of stuff are male. But yeah. 
but <laughs> luck would have it that we've got the transgender thing happening. So yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, someone that you like who's a guy might also grow a pussy somehow. <laughs> yeah. So With a knife. Yeah. Hey, now, yeah. hey, Rollo, oh, you didn't bring up the you didn't bring up the telly dildonics. Oh, let Telly Dildonics. Oh, let me just oh, go. Let me find it. Let me find yeah, it. Right. I haven't checked let me it out go. Hit my notes. Hit my notes here. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> telly Dildonics. Where is it? Here it is. Oh, here we are. It's Yeah, it's got something to do with um, the Milai Massacre and no, C81. No, 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 no. Forget, right, okay. We'll just go, go with Telly Dildonics. Go for it. So at the moment, there's been a big news story that there's been hackers hacking into people's butt plugs and dildos that are that are smart dildos. <laughs> Oh, and they can shit. find out, yeah, this is a real story. So, oh, and it's tele, tele dildonics. So, basically, people are using their smartphones to send signals <laughs> to their dildos and butt plugs and stimulate themselves. But there's hackers that are getting in and hacking in there and setting them off at un- and, inappropriate, and inappropriate and taking pics. God knows what they're going to get with a fucking butt plug. But <laughs> this is a real thing. I was this listening. I was, I, hey, Rick, I, Rick, Rick, I was telling, I was listening to a, um, uh, the, the guy that played Adric. Uh, they, they made a dildo that was 11 inches long and four inches thick. And he goes, obviously no one slept with me because, like, they named it after him. And he goes, no way my cock's that big. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you're going to make a dildo after me, Rollo, yes, 11 inches, and 4 inches thick, four inches exactly thick. right. Exactly yeah. the measurement. Oh, exactly. exactly. We've all got that. We've all got that. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, between yeah. our legs. You think what about you, Faco? Hey, Faco, what do you got between your legs, mate? <laughs> Fakeologist, are you still truck. there? He's driving a truck. <laughs> he's on the yeah. joystick, man. Yeah. He's got a fucking truck. Jerris, what are you packing, mate? What are you packing? Oh, that's pretty, <laughs> that's pretty personal. Enough, I would say. Personal. Please. Too, Rollo, too personal. Rollo, do, 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 do you think, though, this has been one of our greatest shows? I'd say, Always <laughs> the greatest show. You say it every time, Rick. This is one of my All things. Right. <laughs> I got to take yes, off, guys. It's nice chatting with you. Faco's bugger off. Faco, just before you before you go, Faco, yeah. um, just um, what, are you, what are you what are you packing? What are you packing? What are you packing, Faco? We already know he's at least either nine or eleven. It's not <laughs> yeah, nine. Nine, exactly nine or eleven. That's right. That's yeah. the right. Hey, thanks gonna... for joining, right, guys. Hey, I'll talk hey, to thanks you next for, time. We'll see you on the anniversary of nine one one. Yes, we'll see you later. I'll be there. I'll be Faco, thanks for FAC six hundred. That was a good one. Thank you. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Take care. All thank right, you. Then. Thank you to our founder member, Ab. Yes, oh, yep. thank you. Thank you. Yes, indeed. Yep. All good. Take care. Take care, care guys. <laughs> there we go. All right. We've got four minutes to go, guys. Come on. Uh, anything? I get the last one that I can Yeah, go, Jarris. Yeah, yeah. Just send me this. Facial recognition software could capture the origin crowd. So they want in Queensland, which is close to you, to implement yes. facial recognition into soccer and uh, football and rugby stadium. Yeah, they've already got it. They've already got it in Sydney. It's already here. Because mm-hmm. those, those, those uh, cricket fans are really rowdy. Yeah, yeah rowdy. They could be oh. terrorists. 
Like, there could be terrorists. There could be terrorists. Terrorists. I don't like terrorists. All right, just before we go, let me just let me do a big shout out to Isaac Butterfield, who is starting up a new podcast. Fuck Isaac Butterfield. Yeah, well, I don't think you like him. I don't know why. He's the son of Tony Butterfield. And he's a pro-vaccination cunt. He's starting, yeah, what is he? Yeah, he's into um, vaccinations and whatnot. So fuck him. Let me just let me just read this. Uh, a, a couple of lines out of, he goes, are you serious? Oh, here we are, page four. Hold on, let no me go fruit. to page no four. Fruit. Page four, page four, where are we? Page oh, four. Actually, I, I nicked this up. from Red Rooster. I nicked this from Red Rooster. Good here man, go. good man. Here we go. Isaac's act of authenticity. Isaac Battlefield slouches into the couch. I live a withdrawn life, he says. My girlfriend and I watch Mad Men every night. We rescue dogs and I have access to millions of people, Simon McCarthy writes. The comedian's attention moves like mercury. When you have it, you feel as if you have all of it. It gathers around you, silvery and fascinating, impossible to predict. Those are the times that you might think that Isaac Butterfield is playing on... an open hand. His candid and honest way suggests that he's either he hasn't uh, felt the thorny side of controversy or public scrutiny or visited on him before. He simply doesn't fear it anymore as if he ever did at all. There we go. I I don't want to... I just think the guy... I think that... I just don't oh, think the guy's that funny, but but I would like to interview him just like <laughs> I'd like to interview John Laws on our on our hey, podcast. That, but look, Rollo, can we just go back to that talk? Your talk to him, he was actually gravitating towards you and agreeing with everything you said mm. about him, and and it was in, in a nasty way. In a nasty no, way, yeah, but at the end, he was nasty <laughs> only because his, his producer told him, "Fuck him off, get him off. You're being too nice." He's a he's a moon denier, whatever. Yeah, There'd be some. Yeah. There was a signal getting sent to John that he suddenly went all unfriendly. But up till then, if you listen to that interview, he was totally enwrapped with everything yeah, Rollo was saying. I, I totally agree. Look, the last one you did, Rollo, he was actually agreeing with you, even yep. though he sounded like he was just going. He was getting mm-hmm. all angry and stuff, mate. Dude, yep. he. Hey, well, guys, guys, I know we're yeah, about to yeah, end. Well, I yeah. know about to end. And guys, just come into the green room. But look, uh, before, before, yeah, uh, Velo, just bring him, bring him, bring him in. Just for, a, just for a one second. No, no, no. Been told. All right, okay. So let me tell you guys, I will go through and find all my old John Laws clips. Yep. Send and the vo- uh, send we'll, the we'll do a we'll do a whole we'll do a whole fart podcast. With, but uh, uh, John hey guys, Laws over the years. We'll all die. We'll, we'll go on to the start part. We'll go on to the live. I think it was on 600. I had to mute. So I was laughing so much. It was not possible. Yeah, we'll go. We'll, it's not possible. It's not, not possible. possible. We, we, we will go on and do a um, anniversary yeah. 911. Yeah, yeah. Time. Next next week. Yeah. All right, Velo. Are we are we shutting up shop? Yes, yeah. we are. <laughs> See you guys. Love you. Fire Podcast you 41, all. Sunday the 8th you. of uh, September 2019. <laughs> uh, absolutely brilliant. Uh, thank you, Rick. Thank you, Rick. That's you. right. I'm in I my car. You. I'm happy. I love, I love you. you. Thank you, Rick. Uh, Jerris, thank you. Oh, thank you for having me on. It's always a pleasure. Every time. So FAC uh, 600 was wonderful. Uh, Fakeologist has left us, but uh, yeah, Ab from Fakeologist, thank you for him. 
Noise level. You're the big man with the big heart who looks like Jason Statham. Thank you. Merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup. Merci beaucoup. Have I missed anyone else who was on tonight? John Laws. No. Thank you, yeah. John Laws. Yeah, thanks, John, because you're a good man. Deep down. Uh, thank you, Bella said. Bella said, the man that does all the sound bites, the sound grabs, special effects, music, and the post production. Thank you, Bella said. Fucking legend. Absolute legend, Bella said. Oh. Thank you. And me, Rollo, here in Newcastle. I'm a bit of a legend too, aren't I? You are. Absolutely. All right. Okay. So, Far Podcast 41. We'll be back next week. Goodbye. God bless. Someone's not listening to my podcast. Nip, nip, nip. Ha, 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 ha.